Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine Podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Me? I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. Them? Oh, the other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand of those voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.5 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, Shaney B. And the handsomest producer in all of producery. Jared Yamamoto. We're going to be okay, guys. We're going to be okay. Oh, uh, you know, Jared, I'm this fine. is, uh, yeah, well, she, because you, you, you're, you're, <laughs> she don't care. You, you don't care about sports. You know what? I don't care. Sometimes I, don't care. sometimes I wish, every once in a while, I kind of wish I could be above it as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, I came in. Jared Yamamoto says to me, He says, He says, I says to him, and he says to me, <laughs> I says, tough game, huh? Yeah. And he says, uh, you know what, Eric? I think that I helped calm down the city of Atlanta. <laughs> you, did you not say that to me? Did you not? I say, hope so. Am I, I making so. you guys say uh, You hope you said it or you did say it? I did, I, I did say that, and I that, hope that I calmed some nerves. Uh, Eric, I think I did my part. I think that I helped calm down... Atlanta baseball fans and their angst. And I thought to myself, oh, boy, I don't know. Must this uh, this little bit of I don't know if it's the the doctrine or the power pod. Something's going to his head. This guy thinks he can heal the entire city. So what did you? He's uh, you know the everybody's gonna freak out because you know they could have won that game. And uh, it was a comeback. People on Twitter were going to the darkest places. Yeah. Especially well, Braves fans. Still up two to one. But, you know, Atlanta sports fans were scarred. Understandable. But there's a lot to be played out here. Uh, aren't we lucky? that I mean, probably people would have torn this town to pieces if not for Jared Yamamoto's calming... <laughs> <laughs> Presence. And then a hero comes along. I was going to throw this Molotov cocktail through the window, but I heard Jared say, I can be calm about this. Now, so we'll get him next time. Was this your tweet? What was your tweet? So I to took it. I took a tweet and I put it up on Facebook and Instagram as well too. Because oh, did everybody you take a screen grab. I did. I did. I took yeah, a screen grab because great. everybody. Everybody yeah. was getting very upset. And he wanted. Those... And he he knows that from his position. <laughs> yeah. As the not only the producer and lead researcher on the Von Hessler Doctrine, wildly popular oh, radio don't show. The sports pod. Sports Pod, hello, the <laughs> yeah. host of the Power Pod, Athens' greatest weekend show. Yeah, <laughs> he knows that he has what it takes, and what a hero for stepping in. Autumn is absolutely correct. <laughs> what a hero for stepping in. So as the as not the all heroes wear capes. Yeah, so, so sometimes they wear sweaters. <laughs> Which is what he's wearing right now. Or, or cardigans. A nice tan. Isn't it nice? Yeah, very yeah. nice. Very somewhat fall-like. Nice. Yeah. It's a, it screams, I'm young and I don't I like pumpkin spice. 
That's what it screams to me. I, you know what? I would like some pumpkin spice now. That sounds wonderful, actually. Well, listen, you did your job. You deserve pumpkin spice because you, as if the mayor of this city doesn't have enough trouble, <laughs> you stepped in and you calmed the nerves of all baseball fans well, with this tweet. While everybody was going to those dark places, I said, guys, we stole two close games. They we- stole one. Let's get them tomorrow. Hashtag Battle ATL. And oh, I feel hashtag like Battle ATL. A riot <laughs> was averted. Yep. Thank you. On thank behalf. You, Everybody say thank you, Jared. Thank Thanks, you, Jared. Jared. Thank you. No problem. Shady B, are you going to say this. thank you? Excuse me. You're not going to thank uh, Jared Yamamoto for keeping the peace? Uh, thank you, Jared. Yeah, there you thank go. You. The best. What will we do without him? When everyone else wants to go to Molotov Cocktail Land, we have this. And he's only 32, mind you. Look, can you imagine all the good that is left to be done for the, the work? Uh, it's just, you know, he doesn't, he's wait. selfless. He lives for the metro Atlanta area. Well, I love area. this city, and I care Absolutely. about everybody here, and I want to make sure everybody's okay today. You know, you make are. sure everybody got to work safely you this morning. You are a calming he, presence and otherwise a, uh, yeah. tem, temp, what is it, tempestuous... Seas. Is that the right word? Tumultuous. Yeah. Tumultuous, tempestuous. It's a tempest, I tell you. In a yeah, teapot. he is part of the phoenix that rises. Absolutely. From the, the ashes. Says, oh, Resurgence. That's the name of our city, right? Originally. That's right. Was that what yep. it was called? I thought so, it was called Terminus. Terminus. There was, which is a horrible name for Both a of those names seem very ominous. Yeah. Hey, go there to die. Where are you going to die? Terminus. <laughs> yeah, you get in, you can't get out. What a horrible name for a city. I mean, I get that there was a lot of railroad uh, turning in the yeah. terminal, right? Yeah, there was a railroad. You did. Yeah, it's the end of the line. He moved to Atlanta. He moved to Terminus. Okay, well, we'll never hear, never hear from him again. But at least he's in good hands. Jared Yamamoto will uh, pet him on the head as he slowly fades away, <laughs> shakes <laughs> off the mortal coil. If only he'd been the town crier when Sherman was burning the city, people would have been uh, calm. Well, they would have calmed. They would have calmed down. You know what? I think Sherman himself. Yeah, he would have. Would have, he would have reconsidered. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. If you could talk to your people, he <laughs> yeah. would say, "I maybe I won't burn everything down." But you weren't there then. Hey, listen, Jared. Your calming influence can't be a part of all of history. We're just lucky to be living at the same time. Either the North stole one from us, we'll, we'll <laughs> steal one from them. This burned down building is going to be a, a, a blue mixed-use uh, hey, apartment just, complex. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. Let me just say. <laughs> I learned from the very best, guys. Yes. I learned from the very best. The calming influence that you guys have on oh, me. Oh, really? Has yeah. being, uh, Thanks, buddy. Am I known? <laughs> Is it Mark Aram? He learned you learned Yamamoto. <laughs> Yamamama. I do love the way Mark Aram says his name. There's something I can just listen to it. I, you know what? I think I should. Even if you do it again, I think I should make it my ringtone. Let's get a let's get a grab from it later in the day. Yamamoto. <laughs> okay, done. I'm, I'll make. <laughs> All right, so so here's uh, the moment. Obviously, yeah. we were well, up. I'll explain uh, the game. We were it was back and forth, and the the uh, the Braves uh, came back, had a four run inning, and uh, so then and then the bottom of the eighth yeah. happened. The Dodgers had runners on first and second. Cody Bellinger, the known Braves killer, shows up to the plate and does this. And he sends one high and deep, way back right center field. We are tied. Cody Bellinger. Those Dodgers fans. How dare they get excited? Don't they know? 
Rude. Don't they know who's supposed to win this? Don't they know what brings happiness and joy? Yeah, you would Those think. Those Dodgers fans. We should have stolen that game. We really should have, but you know what? It, it Stadium happens. full of villains, if you ask me. <laughs> they pe- know. They know if they want really good things to happen in the United States of America, the Braves are going to win that series and the next series. Can pe- I point out they weren't making fun of the president or doing the tomahawk? <laughs> oh. They're a better crowd. <laughs> what annoys me about the whole tomahawk chop thing is... The Kansas City Chiefs fans do it all the time, but there's for some reason it's okay. Florida State still does it. Mm-hmm. We stole it from them. Yes, we Came did. with Dion. Right? They're not That's suppressing right. votes like State uh, of Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. another fiction. <laughs> I heard Stacey Abrams like in Virginia or something. I mean, but how? Why is life enjoyable if you put yourself out there as a victim? I cannot understand it because I'm going to tell you something. Stacey Abrams had a good life and she's not a victim. If you're really a victim, you know, and finally you're heard, you know, like people who used to be exploited so that they could be down in the coal mines in the 1930s. I mean, that's somebody who, yeah, everybody in my family died of black lung. Okay. You've got a story to tell. I'm one of the uh, most powerful people in the Democrat Party, and I'm a victim. Yeah. And, And the media is like, well, if one side says an election was stolen bunch of hillbilly rubes <laughs> but if the other side says an election was stolen just insightful into hello thank you thank you but is it worth it i couldn't do it i could not go on the national stage and pretend i'm a victim when i know i'm not just in the pursuit of power but what i've noticed about myself is power does not appeal to me the way that it appeals to i don't know every other single person alive this is what i'm coming to the conclusion <laughs> It's laughable to me. The, the 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 lengths that people will go to 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 convince you to give them more power. I don't want power based on me pretending to be a victim. I mean, it may seem silly now, but let me just say something. Uh Stacey Abrams lost the election. Not by much, but that happens. Stolen. It was not stolen. If you say it's stolen, could somebody please come up with one single legitimate shred of evidence? Mike Lindell is a crackpot. Stacey Abrams is a hero. Shiro. There's not a dime's bit of difference between the arguments that they're making. I mean, there's a lot of difference. I mean, no, I got to be to Trump will be back in office <laughs> in November in time for your Thanksgiving dinner. I got to be honest. I'd rather have a beer with Stacey a beer with Stacey Abrams than Mike Liddell. It's got a personality. That need a just pillow? Don't need to be near that. That's just a bright light that never gets turned down. Do you mean like opposite side of the same coin? I just mean it's the same argument. She's out there still maintaining right. that the election was stolen from her in Georgia, and it just—I'm sorry. that is not true. She did very well, and she almost won. That happens. We're going nowhere in this country until we get to the point where the people who lose elections, even when they're close, go, eh, well, you know. Here, (laughs) here. You know? All right. You got the Trumpers on one side. You're worried about home, Mike. Let's just cancel them. Right? We have the right and the left. Nobody loses elections anymore. Like, I mean, there's 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 nothing to be gained in just being sportsman about it and go, hey, it was close, good luck. So that means from now on, 
If it's within two percentage points anywhere in any race in America, you never concede. Oh, well, the system won, but I didn't lose. <laughs> Maybe not, but you are a loser. So my producer and lead researcher, Levon Hester Dr. Jared <coughs> Yamamoto. Yamamoto. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. When I was done, he said, hey, Eric, that was a great seg, because I've got some audio of this uh, Terry McAuliffe, who's running for uh, governor in Virginia. I guess it should be a slam dunk, but apparently the race is uh, closer than people expected because it's a very, very blue state. And uh, I guess this guy doesn't like to be asked questions. But I wanted to go to the Aaron Rodgers stuff. But I guess because you said it was a good seg, I suppose we'll go with uh, like a little bit of politics. Here we Clive. Like Clive Cliverson, my radio guru slash consultant with your uh, great uh, hair tips. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I've never known an 83-year-old with that much blonde hair. It's yeah. fantastic. 83 upstairs, yeah, 42 good. downstairs. Very, uh, yeah, <laughs> hey. uh, it was very orange face, but uh, you, you, ever, you, look, uh, you don't look a day over 73. Appreciate Which way do you think I should go here? You think I should go uh, more follow, politics? Follow, follow your, uh, probably your guy here. Okay. Follow your boy. All right, uh, Clive, we've got a 1.30, right, this afternoon? Yeah, uh, gonna, yeah be phony. Yeah, if you going to have a meeting with him, it's going to be it's gonna be at a strip club, because after all, He's a radio. I love the way they smell. Guys. Yeah. So good beer. <laughs> you talk about the club. Old perfume. The entire beer, club. Yeah, yeah, all absolutely. Of it. So it makes a big, uh, you know, mm, Trixie. All right. So what? Uh, so this guy, uh, he he's, doesn't. He's a. Look, he's owned Virginia forever. This Terry McAuliffe, way big, powerful dude in the party, and I think he was the chairman of the Democrat Party when he was. Obama got elected or something like that. Maybe somewhere in some. Did he ever wear there. blackface like the current governor? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Just, well, that went away when they found out if you drilled down to non-scandalous replacements, it would have been a Republican. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, not so bad. Gets tossed into that Jimmy Kimmel class. Uh, you're marching to the right tune now. Yeah, yeah. We, we forgive you. Uh, it's okay to forgive a Democrat who was in blackface at one point in their life if it keeps a Republican from coming into power. Are you writing this down at home? <laughs> I want to make sure everybody understands how the rules work. Because uh, otherwise, you can't keep score. Right. So uh, this Terry McAuliffe didn't like this interview with Virginia News 7. Do we know the name of the reporter that uh, upset him? I don't know the name All of the right. reporter, but uh, I know that the guy, the Republican candidate actually went the full 20 minutes. This interview yeah. only What's lasted... What's that guy's name? Like Brad Youngkin or something like something that? Like I don't that. Know. Brad won't win? That's his name. Hey, it's closer than people expected. He's like, ah, he weighs me off. Did the Democrats run the state? Yeah, then you oh, have your answer. Oh, look at oh you. wow. See, look are you worried about shirt. Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Did you not hear my words before? Everybody has to drop the thing is rigged stuff. I've Everybody got an idea. I've got an idea. Go out there and convince people to vote for you. And if you're good enough, you know what? Do so well that you would get 60%, and even if they mess with it, you still get 54 That's why we need my bill. As, as Senator John Ossoff from Georgia, yeah. we need to make sure that all the federal uh, state elections are federal. Uh, that's what you want. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I thought uh, John Ossoff, did you see this latest legislation? He's uh, trying to outlaw the state of Georgia. That's so right. he hates it. I hate it. It's a terrible state. <laughs> Florida North. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. All right, we're over. That's okay. it. That's Thank it. You. Hey, I gave you extra time. Come on, man. You should have asked better questions early on. You should have asked questions your viewers care about. Well, we did. Yeah, well, we did. Well, we did. I love this about politicians. This, celebrities do this, too. No, when you agree to come on, I'm the expert on what my audience wants to hear, not you. And if you're running for, for office, part of throwing your hat in the ring is supposed to be... I'm going to answer every question that's asked of me, whether I think it's proper or not. 
They never mind when you ask the stupid questions that might get an idiot 19-year-old to vote for you. You know, like, boxers or briefs? <laughs> cool. Uh, <Yeah>. that guy. <laughs> you know, they, never, they never get upset about that. No. It's always, oh, well, yes, I know there are some controversies there, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Well, you don't decide that celebrity pushing your latest book or movie. This is what you understand. You don't decide what my audience wants to hear. Your decision is, I'm going on a press tour or I'm not. And once you make that decision, you have to use your brains. And if you think this question is stupid, a clever comeback might be in order. And then these politicians are exactly the same way. This is what's been lost. So budding politicians, future scumbags, <laughs> budding politicians. This is the way it is. The decision to toss your hat in the ring is manifold. There's a lot of decisions that go into that. One of those decisions is, I'm going to answer any question that is asked of me. Anything. If somebody asks you the most intrusive sexual question, you don't storm off. They go, look, hey, you idiot. Why would you ask such a stupid question? You respond. You see, otherwise you keep the freaking hat on your head. When they call it throwing the hat in the ring, that means it's on. There's a spotlight over there. You're walking to it. So you're deciding to play that game. This is what's happened in this country. Okay. All right, we're over. That's okay. it. That's oh, we're it. over. We're done. Hey, we're, excuse me. Hey, stop. I don't want to hear it. Like, listen, I'm Terry McCall. This is Virginia. I'm much more powerful than you are. Who are you, some station? I don't have to answer this. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm ask, ask some questions your, your, your listeners are actually interested in, and you decide that, politician, right? You decide what the audience wants to hear. I'm yeah. picturing Wes Moss saying that to you or something like that when oh, he's yeah. on. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm picturing that. But it's Ask a- me <laughs> the questions that your listeners want to hear. This is how it works. You answer the questions, and when you go to commercial, you say to the guy, I'm never going to be on your show again because I didn't appreciate that. But I did decide to go on tour and try to push my book or try to win an elective office, so I guess you make the rules. Big, powerful douchebags. Too many big, powerful douchebags in this country. Autumn claims she is itching, not picking her nose. Uh-huh. I have no, my, I got... my suspicions. I, every time I look over there. I know. It's just both sides. Yeah. There's nothing in there. Too much party. Yeah, what were you doing last yeah. night? A little booger sugar. <laughs> booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> TMZ founder. Yeah. <laughs> Face down at a Hollywood alley. Local radio co-host. Oh, oh, there it is again. There co-host. it is again. There it is again. It's uh, embarrassing. As long as I'm not paying her, I might as well give her a little boost. Sure. Yeah, come you on. know what? You're the host. Assistant lead researcher and co-host. <laughs> yeah, do I get a raise for that? No. But you're the host. No, this, this is, is your show. Lateral this is promotion. Your show. <laughs> and if you keep complaining, you're going to get demoted. That's right. You don't... Uh, the best way to lose your job around here is ask for more money. So mm-hmm. you just steal. You, know, you just uh, mind your peas. You. I'm so happy to just queues. have a job. Thank you. Can I clean she the bathrooms? Is, she is minding her peas and cues, but they're in her nose. <laughs> yeah, I got a pee up me there. Out. Q, the yeah. R, S, T. And W. So uh, 
where do I want to go from here? Do I have a good segue to get to Aaron Rodgers? Probably not. But I'm interested in, in this story. Not even really even the background of the story. So Aaron Rodgers, who is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Well, sounds nice. Yeah, it's, it's, you will, just follow along. This will be like story time for you, Autumn. Just <laughs> okay. follow along. Once upon a time, there was a boy <laughs> named Aaron Rodgers. And he uh, is the MVP of the league, most valuable player oh. from last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he stands out because he was one of the uh, guest hosts of Jeopardy. That's right. He won Jeopardy as the celebrity uh, years ago, and then he did two weeks, and I thought he did a damn fine job. Uh, didn't get the job, but got a good State Farm commercial out of it where there's a whole thing going on with the game show deal. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers is a very smart fella, interesting dude, and over the weekend, he was in Chicago, and they're in the same division, and Aaron Rodgers has been there forever, and I guess, uh, so they play twice a year, and I think Aaron Rodgers is like 22-5 and five in all the times that he's played them. So he, got a, he had a, a touchdown, and uh, got into a back and forth with fans, and he said, uh, I own you. I always have, and I always will. And this turned into kind of a thing. But it got him reflective when he's, he, every Tuesday he's on the Pat McAfee show. For like 40 minutes. I mean, it's something it's stunning, the kind of conversation that's had. And I'm a big fan of that show, by the way. I think everybody knows that, or maybe they don't know that. But uh, I'm a big fan of that show. Trying to convince the people here that uh, that's kind of what the future of this kind of broadcasting is going to look like. So I'm a big fan of that show. I did not see this, but this morning uh, he's making the rounds a little bit because... He spoke to, I think, starting with the back and forth and how that became a blown-up story. From his point of view, you know, I'm in competing stadiums all the time. Fans are yelling at me. I hear horrific things. I say things back. It's not, But it gets picked up, and it becomes bigger. But it got him talking about woke culture. And Aaron Rodgers understands something that a lot of people don't, that I have to teach myself sometimes. On both sides, there's a lot of advocating that goes on that's blustery, screaming, red in the face. And what Aaron Rodgers understands is that if you just speak in a very casual, uh, measured voice, you can say some pretty powerful things and they'll be accepted. Most people who have something to say will start screaming. What they don't understand is almost everybody just turns you off immediately. And you end up just speaking to the converted, right? Preaching to the choir because they're the only one. They already believed you anyways. They love you. They're listening. They scream with you. Yeah. The (laughs) idea of dialogue is that you're supposed to try to persuade, convince people who didn't think that before they started hearing you speak. So he's very good at this. But I just think I got two clips here where he's talking about, from his own experience, but in general, uh, woke culture. I think that in general, my feelings are this. There's a PC woke culture that exists, and there's a cancel culture at the same time. And it's based on people's own feelings of maybe personal miserability or distaste for their own situations or life, or just the enjoyment of holding other people down underneath their thumb. That's the first. That's the setup, which I think there is so much in that. Now, I'm not, I haven't run surveys and studies. How about or a poll? polls? No, <laughs> no. Thank you. So this is, this is just my own speculation, but I've always thought that. I mean, things are, I see, you try, the world is not, um, it's, it's, it can be simple to understand. It's not, that doesn't make it easy once you understand it, but some things are, and so I've always looked at there are, 
two grand types of people in the world. People who build things up and people who knock things down. And we have gotten to a point, every society is going to have those people. But the people who build things up are more important, always have been to me, because the other people wouldn't have a job without them. Like if I, I need something to tear down, you got to build it first, right? And I've always thought that the people who get into the spotlight by tearing things down are probably not happy with their experience. Because if you're a happy person, you're kind of looking for glass half full. And it, now that does, that's not to say that there aren't issues that need to be worked out, that there aren't real grievances, but at the point that there's 752 grievances a week in the news, nobody's going to listen to any of them and none of them get, but what happens is people feel cathartic. Like they feel better about themselves because they're bitching and moaning all the time which is misery loves company, right? He used a word, which I don't even know if it's a word, miserabil miserability. <laughs> I think he made that up. Listen to that again. I like that word, their own miserability. I think that in general, my feelings are this. There's a PC woke culture that exists, and there's a cancel culture at the same time. And it's based on people's own feelings of maybe personal miserability or dis distaste for their own situations or life or just the enjoyment of holding other people down underneath their thumb there's that second part that's power people would be so much wiser if they would look at the world and the those who are trying to influence them on anything and just ask the question who gains power who loses power because it's really the ghost in the machine it's really the thing that drives current events not just politics entertainment sports if this goes this way or that way in both cases who gains power who loses power if you look at that and examine that you will understand more issues at the reality point at the fundamental reality of what's going on who gains power who loses power and if I agree with one side or the other who do I take power from and who do I give power to and there are people who the only power they're going to get is saying that you can't make a living doing this anymore. Does it really help them? Has anybody been helped by the fact that the lady from The Mandalorian isn't in The Mandalorian anymore? No, but the people who made that happen feel powerful. It's a, it's a power trip. And again, I have to point out, it occurs to me that outside of me, Everyone else seems to be in it for the power. I, don't, I could be wrong about that. <laughs> and maybe when I was younger, I was in it for the power, too. I'm just getting to a point now where I'm a little more clear. So he goes on and makes, uh, I think, even, even better points. There's, there's a game within the game, right? Oh, stop for a second. And so he's talking about how he deals with it as a celebrity. He's a huge celebrity. Uh, how does he deal with the fact that people are going to try to cancel him for this action or that action? There's, there's a game within the game, right? And in this game, there's a player and there's a game. And if the player abides by the rules of the game, he's a part of the game. Now, the rules of the game are that you must acquiesce with the woke mob at all times. You must. However, when you live above the game, the game does not exist. And, Pat, that's where I'm at. These things, I realize them, I see them, but... I'm not a part of this game that's being played. This game is being played out by these, these individuals, and 
I see it, I hear it, but to me it's comedy. That is, to me, the most enlightened way to look at this. It's not the, the most enlightened way isn't to respond to everything that happens from woke culture and get on the record and declare. Ignoring it is would be the not only the most intelligent way but the most effective way because Taking woke away its power. well it doesn't have power right it's really actually acknowledging the fact that it doesn't it is a paper tiger you know this uh you know you knew this guy at netflix because he's a corporate goon was eventually going to give in on the dave Chappelle thing now they're going to keep playing it but he feels like he has to go on the record to say, well, I misplayed uh, people and I, I responded in the wrong way. Talk about Ted no, Sarandos, yeah, right? No, you didn't respond in the wrong way. The fact that you responded at all. There's a comedy special. A lot of people like it. Some people don't. But an awful lot of people are watching it. Some people who claim to hate it are giving Chappelle a lot more power by watching it. <laughs> So you've got 85% of people are watching it and enjoying it. The rest are hate watching it. But guess what? That doesn't get counted. It's just like, hey, the numbers of people who watched it say this is a huge hit. Now, he's trying to thread the needle here. So this is what Aaron Rodgers is saying. The rules of the game are everybody must give in to it. Everybody must give in to woke. But if you don't play the game... If you don't watch, if you don't have one single t favorite 24-hour news network, the best kind of life you can have is to never hear that stupid thing that Hollywood actor said. Because that stupid thing that the Hollywood actor is going to say next Tuesday at noon or whatever, I mean, it's like clockwork. In reality, it never has and never will actually affect your life. It's a new thing. In the 70s, people were not Hey, did you hear what uh, the third person that matters in that uh, mildly successful sitcom said? <laughs> the 24-hour news is a beast that must be fed. Don't fall for it. So this guy from Netflix. Ted Sarandos. Yeah, because corp every corporation, big corporation, is run by an idiot, pretty much. Spineless idiot. Why would you give in to a paper tiger? What if this guy never said anything? So what, a thousand people are going to walk out from Netflix? Okay, let them walk out. What do they do later? Do they come back in? What happens? What happens if a thousand people walk out of Netflix and nobody pays attention? Do they deserve attention? What's the effect? Why is it important that a thousand people are going to walk off their job at Netflix? Other than the fact that if they're good and I'm the boss, I guess I want them back. I would say, well, fire them. But see, while it's okay for the people who walk out to cancel Dave Chappelle and get his, what they want, his special removed, well, I think we all agree it'd be absolutely wrong for Netflix to just fire anybody who walked. I mean, that's their livelihood after all. And they were just speaking their mind as if Chappelle wasn't. This is a goofy game that's going on. Anybody who's out there who has any corporate, I'm just telling you something that the people in your boardroom look around, they're hacks. They're afraid of their own shadows. 
I mean, that mortgage, it's still got 15 years on that thing. <laughs> My wife talked me into getting that huge McMansion. We can't afford that. I'm going to tell this guy he needs to bow. <laughs> Woke culture is absolutely and totally a paper tiger. It has no power other than what you give it by recognizing a power that it doesn't have. A rowdy group of misfits that love to have fun. It is hilarious. The jokes, the voices. The Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Now, I was told by Tim Andrews, you know, we've met an awful lot of people. You know, the old show used to be on the Funky Bunch. What took over Atlanta, Georgia for quite some time. Number of years. Number of years. Uh, Autumn was a fan. She was on the show for a while until she got banned because she was uh, too misogynist. <laughs> for being funny. For being, yeah, she was too funny. Uh, we had rules. We had, <laughs> can't be funnier than the host. Interns had, either need to yeah. be sleeping with someone else That's or right. have their tops off. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We don't need you to be coming in and being funnier than the host. Yeah. Uh, those rules still stand, by the way. So oh. I want you to know. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm I'm sure. Mission accomplished. Tim Andrews tells me in, in all my time, we're about to give tickets away for this comedy show. Tim Andrews tells me, uh, this guy hated us. <laughs> but hey, listen, <laughs> I'm a capitalist. <laughs> You can like us, you can like me, you can like him. We have your chance to win a pair of tickets for comedian Steve Hofstetter at the Buckhead Theater on Friday, October 29th. Be caller number 12 to 404-872-0750. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. You've got to pick up every stitch. Beatniks are out to make it rich. Must be the season of the witch. I watched that movie to die for yesterday. I, I love like that. Twenty movie. years. Anyways, hour two. Oh, we're not gonna talk about the movie. Yes, I got it, but I gotta get this in. Hey. Now, come on, we are professionals. People know what time it is. I didn't tell. Hey, I, didn't, I didn't say what time it was. <laughs> I am signifying. I am time stamping the fact that this is hour two we know of that. the Von Hessler Doctrine for Wednesday. What is it? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm only part of the lady? game. It's Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Thank yeah. you. Doctrine voice lady. Shut up, Tim. Uh, to die for. <laughs> well, you first shut of up, all, lady. Hey, let's not have a back and forth. Let's play some chess. Congratulations to Susan Kidoo. Skidoo? Skidoo. Kidoo. 22 Skidoo. Of Loganville. She just That's won right, a pair right. of tickets for a comedian that apparently was not a fan of. Mine. No, 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 no. Let's not go crazy. It was one of one it's of the all right, man. one of the funky bunch didn't like this guy. Yeah. Was that Tim Andrews? Did no, I, I get along with? I don't remember. Bunch. I don't remember I a lot of you, people. You got along with everybody except yeah. for Bill Burr, who hates you if for some reason. I don't know what it was. With I that like guy. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I seen your type before. Yeah, you never left the state of Georgia. Very nice. What? Yeah. Okay. I think he didn't like my hat. Yeah. Uh, but whether you're, uh, he likes me or not is really neither here nor there. Uh, Susan Cadu of Loganville likes Steve Hostetter, and she's going to see Steve Hostetter at the Buckhead Theater on Friday, October 29th. Says here, didn't win? Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. Is that your verbiage? <laughs> yes, it is. Didn't win? Didn't win? <laughs> <laughs> at an exclamation point. Didn't hey, win. fella, didn't win a well, fancy radio contest. Well, go ahead and go online to www.com. <laughs> didn't win? It's not over for you, pal. <laughs> Still have other chances. And we'll have more of these throughout the week, right? That's right. We have two more to get away. Pardon me. Yeah. 
What hour of the show is this? <laughs> hey, listen, I only tell you once, pal. If you miss it. But I'm lost. It's hour two. Hour, Thank um, you. It's hour two. Thank you. Of the Von Hessler Doctrine. It's uh, hour, all right, so we started at nine. Yeah. Do the math. Oh, three. Yeah. And it's 10.06. So, so that's we're, one. We're three minutes into the second hour. hour. Six minutes into the second hour. Anybody know no, what the temperature three minutes. is? What's what? the temperature? <laughs> three uh, minutes into the second hour. I have a temperature thing in front of me, but it yeah. bounces around like an ADD. It's like, yeah. I, don't know, I, I don't know if the temperature is actually this. 61. 61.1, 61.0, 62.3, 60. That was Mellish's last prank before he left was yeah, to make just sure that it goes all around. Back. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> what temperature will it be? More? It's like the time machine. I'll never know. <laughs> See the time machine? Yes. It's like that. We're going back in time. Mood okay. rings. Oh, I wish I had Let's a talk ring. about mood rings. Mine was always green. What is that, that color? Mean? I don't know. Angry. I just had a mood ring as it was green. I would imagine it was angry. Envy. 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 Yeah. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> I wish my teeth were straight. I had a mood ring. I don't know if they even worked. You're a little younger than me. I, I was right there for the mood ring. I was like 9, 10. When the oh, pet rock and the mood ring and all that. Well, you guys, you know, you had... Uh, well, I was right there. for You were too young for it. You know, you hey, guys, the pet rock was in the cutout lane when I, aisle when yeah, I was... Yeah, it was over. That yeah. had to be over pretty quickly. The pet Tim. rock thing, they, it came with a funny booklet. Yeah. Because it, it was in a little uh, crate. Well, and crate. it had little shredded paper. Little papers. Yeah. Like it was a, like, yeah. like an egg. And, yeah, like an egg. And then it was, the whole thing was, there was a rock in there, and the whole thing was a book. And the book was a funny book. I didn't even read the book. I just wanted a pet rock, because everybody yeah. else had a pet rock. Is and then I got a mood ring. Did it die? I was uh, negligent. I couldn't it. even keep a pet rock alive. <laughs> uh, I traded it for the mood ring. Seven Green means mixed to... emotions or romance. Yeah, I don't think there was any science behind it, I have to tell you. <laughs> I don't think there was a whole lot of science behind it. Mine was always pink, which means I'm cool. Mm. That's not the only thing it means. And I knew you when you were younger. So I'm pink. Mm-hmm. Mm. All the way. All the way. What are we doing here? Studies? We're talking about fads from the 70s. Surveys? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care yeah. anymore. How about fondue? Did you have that? Uh, that your parents used once and then it went in a cupboard. Yep. I don't remember a lot of fondue. I think my parents went to parties where there was fondue, though. Yeah. I, th- I remember it being kind of a thing, but is you know my my mother was not a cook. His mom and dad said she didn't know how to cook don't. cheese. Oh. <laughs> That's why she's here. Actually, not what to do a George Carlin joke. Are you stealing material? That's why I didn't say it. This is an original show, young lady. We do not, and I mean middle-aged lady. We. This is an original <laughs> show. Ouch again! Shot in the back. <laughs> do, shot in the back. Shot in the front. Shot to the heart. You're to blame. You give this show a bad name. You're right. I'm always stealing from George Carlin. <sighs> Dead comedians. What at about least cheese fondant. Did you know that you stole that? No, I did not. It's this, it's it makes it's just a joke that everybody makes like you oh. know, jumbo shrimp. <laughs> That's also oh, his. Like That's it. his too. <laughs> Oxymoron. What are you? Is it? What, is what it? Are you? No, it's not. Yes, yes it, it is. Yes, it is. Well, listen, that's just a... Your whole life, you've done nothing but steal from dead comedians. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Let's do this. It's time for studies, surveys, and polls on the Von Hessler Doctrine. (laughs) Woo! Woo! I feel like I'm at a high school prom, 1978. I wonder, should I get closer to her? I don't... Oh, my God, you're a bear. A bear. You guys don't get high? <laughs> That's where I was. Over there. Actually, I, I dropped out in ninth grade. What am I talking about? I wasn't. Wait, so you were with the prom? I was at no prom. No, I dropped oh. out of the ninth grade. I was in high school for. Well, you could have dated a girl that was in high wait. school. I went and got a job. I was over. I was in a different world. 
<laughs> I was I was in an adult world. I was 15. I moved in with uh, two Vietnam vets. Uh, there were uh, needles around. I mean, I was right. I, I I walked into the adult world pretty quickly. But he was tall, so it was fine. I was tall. It all worked oh, out. Oh, and I could handle it. I had a good if job. I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be the person I am today. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Autumn just wants me to think that that was terrible, but at the time, it was. It wasn't terrible. Yes. I was having a blast. Now it I doesn't like matter. You're not you're not old enough to know what's good for you at 15. But how would I? Don't you think it makes up who I am? And maybe of I just have does, observations that... that other people don't have. Because at 15 years yep. old, although having two sons uh, separated by uh, over 10 years, um, twice. I looked at them at 15 and went, what? <laughs> I was exactly. living, what? I, how, you are not I, the not compute. That's, That's the thing. You could have had, you could have, it could have made you the person you are today and you could be sort of grateful to be who you are, but it could also be something that should not have happened. Yeah, you know, but then you could would have I be some kind it, of person? Would I be working in, you know, cubicle land or something? You don't know that. If I was all well-adjusted. Yeah. I had to be non-well-adjusted in order to create a mind that would, would see the world differently. Would you have done that to your sons at 15 to make them like a more interesting no, person as an adult? No, I was well, a then, helicopter then, well, then. lawnmower parent or whatever you call it, <laughs> doing everything I could to make sure their lives were yeah. uh, very, very, and maybe one You kept them away that. from Vietnam vets? I, you know, right. No, not you in general. Not in general. I, I kept them away from Vietnam vets who were shooting up at the time. Okay. <laughs> You're yes. right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> all Vietnam vets. Uh, <laughs> they be around many Vietnam <laughs> vets. All wonderful, dangerous. wonderful people. This is the ones that I moved in with happened to be. Uh, well, they used to have a whole drug thing going on in Baton Rouge. I mean, back then, uh, I remember all of the friends had some kind of drug reason to be friends. <laughs> and this one couple, and I, you know, it was before com- a whole lot of computers were involved in, in uh, medical centers and doctor's offices and stuff. So they would, do, they would run this racket where she would, she, she would be a patient in like seven different cities. And she would keep getting prescriptions and uh, Valium and things like that. The, those were the things of the day, barbiturates, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Reds, greens. Yeah, and then, yeah, then they would... Uh, and then they would sell some, and then my my sell. friends would, uh, you know, yeah. I remember spoons and lighters, and <laughs> hey, might as well get that out of the way at fifteen. I, I can move on, right? I can move on. But from you there, never right? went to prom, though. I feel like you oh, know. Oh, you're Jared, no. focusing on the damn. worst. <laughs> you, know, you know how? You know, <laughs> cares? You know how those uh, <laughs> those celebrities? You know they they gone to prom. they go the, those celebrities go to prom with somebody that couldn't get a date. I feel like yeah. it should be the opposite. You're the celebrity that needs to go and experience a prom. Stevie now. Nicks can go to prom oh, yeah. with that, you. That won't be creepy. <laughs> you should. We should do I'm a contest. I'm fifty-seven year old guy. Yeah. <laughs> Eric goes to prom with your kid. (laughs) I I do everything I can to try not to be a creepy old man. I even recognize when I'm sort of there's a, there's a girl on YouTube who's uh, really pretty, and she's listening to Beatles records for the first time, and she's a musician, mm-hmm. and she's very good. And, uh, and I'm sitting there going, ah, I know that I like the Beatles, but am I, am I a creepy dude? Like, should I be yes. watching this? I nah, mean, she's, she's there. I mean, she's inter- like 20. I mean, she's in her 20s. She's not like a child or anything. But I mean, just for me, I'm like, uh, hmm. what could you learn from her that you don't already know? It's not a matter of Lots. learning. She's very, very, uh, uh, she's a musician. Beauty. She turns around to her keyboard. She goes, this is what they're doing. Uh-huh. She's enjoying. I, you know what I like? I like knowing. It makes me feel comfortable inside knowing that forever and ever, some subsection of young people will always come across that music and love it. And what if she wasn't another, hot? 
And maybe another young girl comes in and she doesn't know how to play the piano. And so then yeah. the other girl is teaching her. All right, now she's... you see. The, what are you reading? And then my then stepbrother comes out of the bathroom. Get out of my head! <laughs> and then one of them gets stuck inside the piano. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you people. Uh, here I am, a music lover, an appreciator, trying to make the world a nicer place. Oh, what are you doing? I'll be there to help. Come. I'm in the piano. Help. Listen, I'm just being honest. At 57, I work, and guys need to do this. Stop with the massages for colleagues. When you're my age, actually work hard at not being creepy. Because that's what it takes. Autumn's trying to bust my morality, so... <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing wrong with what you're doing. Let's do it. I'm not oh, no. doing anything except appreciating good music. That's it. Yeah. That's all. That's really know, like it. Whether your pants are on or no, off, that's your right. business. Come on now. I'm a grown man. A child. All right. So they're just down to your ankle. Oh, your right. Knees. Okay. That makes sense. No. So we see some holes and we got to fill those holes. Listen. I love the Beatles so much. I want these 20 year old girls Listen, talk about how much you like the Beatles. Listen, at my age. You can't spell Beatles without beat. My pants are coming up <laughs> higher, thank you. Well, of course you do, but uh, I mean, you got a zipper there. I was watching a Fred Astaire movie. Like, just like, oh, uh, Deflect. It's the oh, one yeah. where he ends up dancing so on the up. ceiling, that whole thing. Yes. You oh, know? Lionel Richie. Uh, what's that one called? Royal Wedding. It was on TCM over the weekend. And when he was dancing, I noticed that like, a lot of times back then, they would, like, he's wearing pants that come up to, to his breath, like to his nips. Yeah. Like what was that? What was that style? Like it was, but he had a coat over it, and it was like a dance almost. Is that a zoot suit, so you can kind zoot around, of, maybe. I guess, but that's just a crazy fashion design. Like, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> uh, you put your belt up; it's just under your nips. <laughs> it's bizarre. It is a weird look. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to dance around. It's fantastic. Uh, Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly. Who was your? Uh, which one? I go Fred Astaire. I go John Gene Travolta. Kelly. John Travolta's a one-off. I like the one. I like the seventies dancing. I know these guys are their fifties movies. Oh, we're going to dance for two hours. Yeah, we're going to dance, and we got a whole bunch of other people dancing. I like. They were trying to top each other, though. It was cool. Which know? one was bottom? I didn't. I was. I didn't know I that have, that stuff went on in the fifties. I 50. have an adult conversation around yeah, here with here. you children. He would. Uh, Gene influence. Kelly was great, but it was all that emotive. There was a lot of that emotive stuff. I like Fred Astaire because he was like, he was like, "Hey, I'm hey, check this out." I was like, he was like showing off. Watch me do this. Which one was yes. in Xanadu? Uh, that was Gene Kelly. That's yeah, toward the end Gene of his. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I'm a Gene Kelly. Guy. I would go singing in yeah, the Gene rain. I'd go singing in the rain over. Uh, well, Xanadu's a good. Although song. in the middle of singing in the rain, isn't the one where is that that weird? Singing gotta the rain. dance. Yeah, that whole thing is like, all right, we got like twenty minutes to fill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like wait, we need like twenty more minutes. Anyway, we haven't done a study. We haven't well, done a tell survey. You why the people's pants are so high. Why? Because it was during the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, people would quote tighten one's belt. Yeah. Mm. And that was to reduce uh, hunger. And so oh. it just became like the way that people dressed. And then all the so way up, pretty soon you had no stomach left because you had no food in there. Right. There wasn't. So <laughs> I it ate just, the belt because so of the capitalist. It became a fashion instead of just a utilitarian thing. So when you would cinch your belt, you would actually you would feel it at the bottom of Over your Over your stomach and intestines. So like you oh. would pull your pants up higher and tighten your belt around it mm -hmm. so that you wouldn't feel as hungry. Oh. Or you could just go off and go off yourself behind the barn. Well... <laughs> 
This, this old world. I could dance or kill myself. That's what Greta Thunberg would have done in the, in the Great No, Depression. don't adult suggest such a thing. She would have eaten No, bugs. I mean the adult Do one not suggest. I'm, no, it's Autumn. She's going to get us canceled. Yep. Yeah. Talking about children in such a way. She's a Do you, Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Do you have a... She's you, not a child. You sush over there. Shush? You, you shush. shush. A new study... You shush your lips. <laughs> Close them. <laughs> Close your lips. <laughs> you got a stapler? <laughs> I want to see it happen. Ka-chunk. All right. <laughs> a new study from Pennsylvania State University... What the hell do they know? That Penn laughter... State. That laughter really is the best medicine, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, Danny Rosewer, <laughs> Seth Pittsburgh, we down here days. We got ourselves some chicken fries, you know? You the Penn State guy who come up with this study? Well, I went there, but you know, I live over in Western PA. I live down in Duquesne. Laughter is the best, based on what? Well, it improves. Based on Steelers, because Steelers make you laugh every week, you know, Tammy Cole. Well, not Tammy, you know, Big Ben comes out there and he throws a ball. I got a... Man, you know. If I have a headache, I you find, that, I, find I like laughter, but I find, don't? I find that uh, Excedrin works better than laughter if no, I have a headache. No, you laugh your ass up, you know, you'd be funny man. Laughter relieves tension, it improves one's immune system, and is a proven antidote to depression, according to the research yeah. at Penn State. <laughs> this guy, look, he's... Is this Xanadu? Yeah. ELO's greatest moment. You could go, you could go for like something great that he did. Uh, hey, it's Miss. Hey, let's strap some wheels on the feet of that girl from The Exorcist. <laughs> and, uh, my roller skates right now. <laughs> uh, Linda Blair. Some people disagree with me. I think this was her best film. We have not exhausted the studies, surveys, and polls. I know it's highly unorthodox to roll it into another half hour, but I like to think of myself as the boss around here and outside of the chain of command in this unbelievably large corporate behemoth that we're inside of, tucked inside of the, neatly inside the portfolio, portfolio of. I like to pretend to myself that I call the shots around here, so we will roll some studies and surveys over, but before we do that, I'm looking at an area of my cut sheet. Mm -hmm. That seemed like an odd response. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my uh, producer, Jared Yamamoto. Hello. Also the uh, lead researcher of this here show. Yeah. He, the cut sheet, in case you don't know, these are audio cuts. And he has little sections, and one section is audio roulette. That comes right after the politics section. And I see here, before we get to any study, survey, or poll, number six, lady hops on a plane microphone to talk about the origin of the pandemic. <laughs> now, hold I on. That. <laughs> now, I have not heard this yet, so is it audible? Like, is it easy to hear? Yes, it's or, very okay. easy to hear. And... Now, was she, what's, before we listen, is she on the side of... Uh, it's all made up, or is she on the side of you guys need to be as smart as I am and wear your mask in the bathroom? Well, I don't want to spoil it. Here you go. Right. <laughs> the reason why the pandemic started was basically because the internet. Fly thin as a certain grabber. It's a little more, a little more. Uh, reality. We don't know what reality is anymore. 
So she's blaming it on the fact that we've all been looking at our phones for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and weirdly enough, she has like her own microphone with a backpack brought, on and, yeah. and has the speaker in her backpack. So she wanted to have a viral video. Yes, she did. So that's that's basically what happened. And the, uh, the I think huh? the, mission accomplished. Yeah. The, the ins- I mean, we're talking about her. Yep. The Instagram user that put put it up said uh, their caption was had to buy the in flight Wi Fi to post this. Yeah, well, and then well, you wasted your money. Snarkily creative. <laughs> well, she didn't. She's out there. That's true. But what'd she get out of? I like. So hold on, wait. I, as we get started. The yeah, that was. I'm assuming because I have not seen this. The the uh, the uh, flight attendants. Flight yeah, I didn't know what to say. I was a stewardess. Uh, flight attendant. They're is trying to take it away now. But she, so she's not on the mic that they pick up to tell you. To it's her to, own microphone. I, she she has just a, stood up in the middle of the thing. She stood up in the middle of the thing. She's holding her own microphone, which is connected to it. Looks like there's a wire going That's, to her. I backpack. brought up that I watched to die for yesterday. More relevant now than it was then. Mm-hmm. More, but with YouTube influencers, Nicole Kidman's character in that which was based on somebody who didn't think you, she was alive unless she was on TV. More relevant now than then. Except I would say the average YouTube influencer is not nearly as uh, intelligent as the Nicole Kidman <laughs> <laughs> who is dumber in a box of rocks in that. Uh, dumb and... Uh, I guess like that's about someone might be the most dangerous type of person. Dumb and evil. Like if you're dumb and evil, uh-huh. it's got to be the... Most dangerous human being around. <laughs> so, uh, so what happened? Did they tie her down or some kind of nonsense? The, or? At the very end of the video, it cuts out, but they at least get her back into her chair. And whoever her partner is, that's with her kind her of partner. Uh, yeah, her partner. Wait, uh, is, that, is she in a law firm? Well, I I, I don't want to make any assumptions. It could be just a. Pa- it could be her friend. It could be yeah. her, her friend, her boyfriend, she, she girlfriend, is, cohort. She is, she is traveling with somebody. Accomplice. In her <laughs> they, traveling mate. They get her back in the window seat where she was originally. Sitting okay. at, the, at the very end of the video, but uh, she does get very frustrated. You hear it in her voice when the I flight started. Started. Ah. The reason why the pandemic started yeah. was basically because the internet yeah. 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 trying to grab yeah. it. Yeah. Stupid devices. I kind of, yeah. I kind of like the message inside of there. Right. Yeah. There's not something the, there. but wrong venue. Mm-hmm. Wrong venue for I, that. I feel for these airline workers, man. They're having to deal with so much. And didn't she say something? I read in there because I didn't see it, but I read enough in the story that at some point didn't she say people will listen to me because I'm 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 good looking or something or yeah. I'm easy to look. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> not wrong. Uh, hey, not wrong. <laughs> she should uh, she should listen to Beatles albums. Maybe I'll. <laughs> Tune into her YouTube. If you would yep. listen to me. <laughs> the reason is Sergeant Pepper's is great. Can you imagine? Just let's just start doing this. Just the most random facts. Just stand up in an airplane. If I'm on an airplane, you know what? I just want to be. I just. I want. I want nothing to happen on an airplane. That's typically. I mean, if you think about all the flights yeah, that go I know. out. You yes, know what I mean? of course. We yeah. only get the ones. I've yeah. never been on one where something like this happened. Me ever. either. Now, I, I have recently. been. I have had to talk to people. I remember one woman I was talking to, and she was so boring, and she was drinking <laughs> beer out of a can, and her nice. breath was just like that uh, wheat pilsner <laughs> thing happening. And I did. I had this thought, and for a moment, it was genuine. I thought to myself, 
I hope this plane goes down just so this lady dies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, was a fleeting, uh, it was a fleeting thought, but it, it was a real thought. Okay, you got a study or a survey or a poll? Yeah, we did a study first, so now I've got a poll for you. This is a... Well, qu- good. Diversity. It's important to me. <laughs> Absolutely. A new... Qu- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> a new... Words. <laughs> I can buy words. Just saying stuff. Excuse me. Right. I'm trying to give a poll here. Oh, yeah. yeah. The reason... <laughs> Give a pile. <laughs> a right. new Quinnipiac poll. Ooh, good word. Shows. Where's that? Where's this Quinnipiac? You know, I don't know. Is it in it's New York? Maine. <laughs> Sounds like it's in Maine. I think it's in New York. <laughs> they have uh, uh, updated yeah. Biden's new approval ratings, and he is now at thirty-seven percent Thir- approval. And that's good. Yeah, <laughs> and that's real good. It's thirty-seven percent. It's over uh, half. It's over it's half. Over half. <laughs> Come on. More. Fewer. Fewer. <laughs> Fewer means more. That's why we're doing so good. <laughs> yes, Republicans, they don't want us to do good. Hey! I feel bad for Jen <laughs> banging on the table. Well, I make big money now. I'm yeah, like president. I make big money. <laughs> I feel bad why? sometimes why? for uh, Jen Psaki. Oh, oh she Because yeah. she's your spokesperson, the White God, House spokesperson. <laughs> Uh, because the spokesperson's job is, uh, is somewhat thankless. I mean, you get you're famous for the rest of your life. You get to write books and be, a, you know. So it's a, you're a made person if you're a spokesperson, unless you're one of Trump's. I guess he, well, no, they're all evil. We haven't heard from them in a while. <laughs> uh, but uh, she, it just seems like I listen to the things that, uh, like I'll, on YouTube or something. Jen Psaki says, well, and it seems like she has to go out there because her job is to put the best spin on anything. And if I can, if I can figure out what her spin is. Um, the reason that things are so terrible right now is because the administration is doing such a great job of turning things around. That's right. <laughs> it happened too fast. That's right. That's what's going on. <laughs> Look, we got so many people in this country who want yeah. toilet paper. It's all backed up. That's why. Not more. Fewer. We got a lot of toilet paper backed up in the yeah. boats. <laughs> you know, do you, have you noticed the way they're trying to get us acclimated to things not being available Mm-hmm. For Christmas, like we're getting the message, like real early on, like, well, you know, Christmas trees, there might not be as many as there were. Well, the toys, there might not be as many toys as. Can I know, ask a question? Why wouldn't there be as many Christmas trees as there always are? They're all from this country. Are they? Yes, of course. I mean, what are they they're, importing they're, Christmas trees from China? Well, it's a good no, question. No, they're all over. Like when you're driving, you know, through different states, you can you can always spot those Christmas tree farms. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question, actually. I'm I'm the host of the show, and I was taught in radio broadcasting school to never admit that you don't know. But that's a good question. That's I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Clive Cliverson. Yeah, People are dumb. Yeah. Radio guru slash because I know they want to be able to think that I'm smarter than they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And usually, but I don't know the answer to that. Why would Christmas? Maybe they mean artificial. Maybe they mean artificial Christmas oh. trees. Yeah, artificial Christmas trees. Go to trees. a garage sale. <laughs> Somebody's throwing oh, it Oh, yeah, that's not what your old musty, smelly. Yeah, it's still got tinsel yeah. on it. Grandma's attic. It was I went to the woods and cut down one with a bird in it. I used to do that. <laughs> I did it for years when I was uh, when I was out this of my own. This one has a wasp's nest in it. 18 or 19. We did find a uh, bird's nest, but no bird at one point. I just decided, I just thought, why am I going to we'll pay for these? I just took a hatchet. <laughs> Next to the apartment complex, there was these uh, wooded area. Yeah. I went, pom, pom, pom. Hey, Christmas tree. Natural. Now, stop telling me I need to go get a job. Don't say I didn't provide anything. Here's our Christmas tree. These are stupid tree. That's my guess. Grateful kids. My guess is that more of us are probably on the artificial tree thing, which I never thought that I would be one of those people. 
But I've started to think, eh, yeah. What's weird, though, I, I had one Maybe. for the longest time, and it actually started browning, like on the ends of it. I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. It's an artificial you know tree. What that is that you bored it to death. Yes. <laughs> I guess so. I, I knew I should have been talking about the tree. Let's go. Put the star or, or an angel. It's already dead, but oh, it's artificial tree. <laughs> Took its own life. <laughs> That's the magic of Christmas. I'm still trying to come up with an idea for the Christmas special. Maybe that'll be it. Oh, I like the idea you had. You don't. No, want to no, I'm, I'm working that into All it right. somehow. I don't. Gift know. of the Magi. I keep trying. I keep. I, I go home, and I sit, and I think to myself, if I just sit here long enough, an idea will come to me. Hmm. How's and that working? Not so far. Not so good. <laughs> you taking too many gummies before you're like maybe a gummy will help. Well, I hadn't thought of that. Maybe I thought they were helping. Don't they make you more creative, but also lazy? Yes, they make you very lazy. Yeah. Man, I really like watching this they girl. They give you lots of ideas, yeah. but not the ability to execute them. No, 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 no. Once I have the ideas, I can tell Jared to do it. I'd ha- but first I have to oh, come up Jared's with the idea. Oh, Jared's your ex- First I have to come up the, with the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come up with the idea. Well, well that's uh, your idea, though. Yeah, and then not. I'll oh. be like, no. I have, I have... Well, then come up with one I have certain... Bones. I think it's good. Oh, God. I don't even have to do it, you know. And most true. of the audience wouldn't give a damn if I didn't do That's it. That's not yet, true. I put myself through it. The audience loves it. Oh, stuff. really? Oh, really? I went and looked on, on on YouTube. Remember the one two years ago that we did as a TV show? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's been seen by like four, I don't even know. Look it up. Okay. I, I think it's more than 45. Maybe it was 450 something. Yeah, you know how much work maybe if you we had put a YouTube into that presence, great? Uh, Eric, maybe you had a, if you had a social media presence, you could post it on your page. Or you oh, I listen to him day. every day. This guy does a Christmas special for himself, apparently. Going to rely on Jared tweeting about it? You need to you be know, out there. If the yeah. government can blame the citizens for letting the politicians down, yeah. this host can blame the audience for letting this radio show down. It's the new America. Get comfortable. There's nothing that seems scripted. Everything's just off the cuff. The Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Jared is talking about his poll again. <laughs> we haven't done a poll. Oh, did we do a poll? We, we did a poll with Quinnipiac. I have oh, a survey right. for you. 37%, Biden. You're up to doing And that's good. Yeah. I Very guess. good. How are you? Over. Ha- I'm fine. How are you? Turn it down! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Not more. Fewer. Fewer! Yeah, okay. I don't know why you're there. I don't know where the old man anger comes from. <sighs> I do have a survey for you, though. You'll you'll like this one. A new survey reveals... (laughs) Thank you, Biden. That these four words, feedback that goes unheard, may be what's driving employee turnover during the Great Resignation. Oh, yeah, the Great Resignation. First of all... (laughs) Again, feedback that goes unheard. As as, as someone who's been on the planet a little while, (laughs) don't fall for these buzzword things. The Great Resignation. And then you start talking about it with your friends. Oh, you know, the Great Resignation. It's crap. It's crap. I sound like Biden there. Yeah, crap. you did. <laughs> Nothing crap. but crap. It's crap. Hey. A bunch of lies and crap. All these There's buzzwords. Crap, There's no Great Resignation going on. Oh. The reason that you can't get the Christmas tree and the stuff is, and I don't care if you blame or you think it's the good thing, we have scared the crap out of so many people and then paid them not to go. Some people are lazy. A lot of people are actually genuinely f- afraid. And guess what? We've created a new world. If you stay home and you don't go to work, 
don't you kind of know the government's going to kind of take care of you? I mean, you're not going to be rich or anything, but yeah, I mean, you're not going to fall too far, right? Yeah, that's what's going on. It's not a great resignation. That's a buzz phrase. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I uh, Thanks to Alan Sanders, but I knew this. I said earlier that uh, stop being distracted by what's out there. We're doing a show here. I just, okay? just we'll look see. like John Osso. All right. Well, maybe it is. Who cares? I want his autograph. That would make him the least interesting person in the newsroom. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, Behind Jared? Behind Jared. Jared's oh, wow. an interesting dude. All right. That's a lovely fiance. There are many things about the kid that is uh, worthwhile. Thank you. He picked a good other to canoodle with into infinity. So I at least respect his mind. He bought his sweater at Burlap Sack R Us. You don't like his sweater? Yeah, what's wrong with a my sweater? Little burlapy. <laughs> nice. He's got that. Uh, hey, potato sack is in. You know what? I was going to buy one for you, Tim. <laughs> oh, I got. My, I have ten of them. All right. So thanks to Alan Sanders, but I I knew this already. So I what about like forty minutes ago? I was talking about some for some reason we were talking about that stupid movie Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a roller skating movie, and I said Linda Blair from The Exorcist. But it turns out I was wrong. It was Olivia Newton-John. I, although I knew she sang the song. And then I went looking, I'm like, I know that Linda Blair was in some roller skate movie. And uh, it was, in fact, it wasn't Xanadu. It was uh, Roller Boogie. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I came across the trailer. And I just thought, it's just this, look, these are, not, these are not trailers. This is coming to you live from something that we called the 1970s. <laughs> He's the best skate around. She's the hottest date in town. Together, they're love on wheels in Roller Boogie. That's enough. <laughs> Think about that. Was a that was a movie that was like, like, trailer? Yes. That yes. was a trailer. Like people saw, they went, "Yeah, hey, we're coming back next week." But Go think about that. the movie trailers now. It'd be like, boom, boom. I know. Yeah. What is that thing? Right, with roller skates around. No, <laughs> it, there's that thing now where every movie trailer, it seems to me anyway, has that little ping in it. Yeah, the ping. Yeah. Why? Boom. What is that? Just, boom. The, so you're paying attention. But is that some sort of researched thing? Oh, I'm sure. First of all, the trailer is only three minutes long. If you need to wake me back up again, maybe you need to make a better trailer. <laughs> How difficult is it? Bing. Boom. Every trailer is the same now. It starts out very... Uh, almost ambient noise, like maybe just wind through trees or something, or and there's a slight, you know, build up and and then somebody says something. Well, I'm never going to do that again. Ping! I can feel it coming <laughs> in the yeah, air tonight. No, that, no it won't be Phil Collins. There'll be some female artist I singing it really slowly. The Rock is back oh, no. <laughs> again. I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah, everything is slowed down. Hey, remember that great song? <laughs> I always thought. Don't it feel good? <laughs> I always thought this song would be better if it was just slowed down and uh, sung by somebody who appears to be miserable. God I, save the queen. <laughs> 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 
do you think that with these women that do these, they they uh, like the producer goes, no, 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 I need more of a kind of a diverticulitis. <laughs> I can do that. Um, I feel the earth move under uh, my feet. Uh, I feel the sky tumbling down. <laughs> I always, ping. always, yeah, ping. Yeah, great song. I always thought if it was just really slowed down to an absolute crawl, it would be even better. And, and preferably uh, sung by somebody who really, there's no doubt, there's issues. <laughs> there's some sort of issues. There's a darkness to this happy song. <laughs> Absolutely. And I want to find it. It's like with the superheroes and stuff. It's like, oh, uh, you know what? I've seen enough of Batman's dark side. You know yes. what? Give me George Clooney again. New one's supposed to be a detective film, so that's good. Yeah, like noir. Who directed it? Because we're don't losing know. Christopher Nolan, and he's pretty great. Oh, we have the guy from Twilight. He's in it. He's back. Yeah, oh, Robert Pattinson. He's a good actor. He, he was in Tenet. Good. He's a good actor. Wasn't his fault the Tenet didn't make any sense. It was a hell of a lot of fun. I've got the trailer if you want to hear it. For what? For the Batman. All right. As long as we're doing. The is there Batman. a ping in it? Fear. Don't win that light. It's the sky. It's not just a call. Because at some point it's, it's going to speed up. There it is. It's a warning. Things yeah. pay attention. <gasps> Lots of sounds. Just noise. Can we get a Batman that doesn't whisper talk? I get it. Okay, the last. Yeah, that was. If he's not whispering, he sounds like that. <laughs> like a dinosaur. <laughs> it's not just a single I mean, go back to you know. Can you look something up for me? Because I want to find it. find the trailer to the first Batman with Michael Keaton. Okay. What did his voice even sound like? I don't even remember. Was it like that? It was normal. It was normal. Like, hey, I mean, he wasn't like, hey, how's hey, it going? Hey, I'm Batman. <laughs> hey, I'm he Batman. He had a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of um. He put some gravitas in it, but not much. Yeah. When did it, like 24 was like that? Kiefer Sutherland's been a million things. All of a sudden, Chloe, give me those things. Ever since then, there's this thing with lead actors. Whispering It's actors. a little annoying. Does Daniel Craig do it? I haven't seen a Bond film since the first one of his. He purses his lips a lot. That's all I mm. noticed. That's what I noticed to executives like and the uh, woke movement. Rape. Is he pursing his lips to kiss the ass of the woke movement? <laughs> no. Yeah, I've got the trailer here. I don't know why I played this guy. He's a scumbag. Okay, great. We love the series. Thank you, Bond. Now he's a scumbag. Worst person of all time. I hated doing it. Is this Michael Keaton? Yes. 1989. Great sound quality. Yeah, that's the inner world days. All right, say something, Batman. We'll get Nicholson first. Let's see, get up. Is that how that he works? It's a very violent film. It's a Star Wars. Vicky Vale. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And what do you do? Oh, for that's a Bruce Wayne. <laughs> what a different time. Lieutenant, is there a six foot Batman guy? He's got to say, I am Batman. He's got to say, I'm Batman. What? Got him reading that bar. Nice outfit. Was that him? No, that was uh, uh, Nicholson. Nicholson. Goodness. I have given a name. Gigi it's Gigi all Nicholson. Gigi. He said, hey, 
Jack Nicholson's in this. Yeah, I'm sure. Batman. There you go. I'm Batman. There you go. That was a little bit of a whisper I'm there. I'm Batman. But the first part was like, I'm hey, Batman. I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> well, that's the same for all of them, right? Michael What's his face? The- who, was, who was the last one? I'm blanking on the name for some reason. The guy that was in... The last Batman. Oh, the last Batman. Nolan that guy. was uh, what's his face? The guy yep. goes, uh, "Good for you." Yeah. Patrick. Uh, no. No. Come Daniel. on. Mm. How hard is this? Well, I don't know. I'm it. Terminator uh, Genesis. He's in that. Christian Bale. Christian yeah, Bale. that's Christian what I was going to say. Bale. Way effect. When he was Bruce Wayne, he wasn't like. Oh, yeah, I he was. He still to- was like. He's like, well, I don't know. Welcome to my cocktail party. <laughs> Everybody he did, he get out. Has, you know, oh, yeah, that's right. He has like almost like a little bit of a lisp. I liked Val Kilmer. He was only in one. He was good. And I don't know why no, people overlooked that. I liked Val Kilmer. He liked didn't want one. to do more than one. He said, I did what I did. And Michael I did. Keaton was the best. Oh, the best. He was literally the best. Adam West was the best. No, again, that was, was a different thing. That was a cartoon. It was fun, though. It was fun, yeah. It was fun. That's a different... Come on, Robin. We must get <laughs> out of here. But that'd be Some great. Days you just you can't know, get rid of a bomb. You know what you should do, would be fun to do, is go to the old uh, Batman, Adam West Batman, and put in the Christian Bale <laughs> voice. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. Oh, go to the serious it. Batmans and put in... Put in Adam West. Adam West. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to make us rich, I tell you. Put it on YouTube. Soon. Now we get knocked down. Copyright. The I know it's for uh, it's it's for documentary entertainment purposes only. Yeah, you got to go to court. It turns out. You know, all you have to do is just change the aspect ratio. I see that just, sometimes. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, which well, is not those, true. Those those sports things that lie to you, like so and so loses his mind over Titans victory. Right. Then you watch it; it's totally reasonable. But sometimes they'll have it uh, like uh, like cockeyed, askew, askew, yeah. inside, mm-hmm. and uh, it does work because it's not taken down. There's somebody; uh, it's like an Asian name. I always see uh, takes these sports clips things and puts them up there, and they're always like, I guess that gets him. What? What's the game there? The game is he get he gets Google AdSense because yeah, for, I'm for recognizing you. that it's some sort of ESPN show talking about a team I'm interested in, and then he gets that's the game that goes on there. Right? He doesn't get demonetized because uh, you never see him. It's just his account. It's just he's yeah, just so he a refund. He, he gets, gets the, the views, views and, and as long as he doesn't get the copyright strike by putting it askew. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Is that, is that Keaton? <laughs> no, that was Rod. Oh, that's Pattinson. That Pattinson. Stop whispering. Speak up, Batman. I no one can hear you. <laughs> Shut up. What did he say? <laughs> I thought is that he Chris- going to help us. What? I'm worried about Autumn. What? He's becoming one of these, uh, what do you call them, like, uh, survivalist types? Is that the end of the world people? They live prepper? on compounds. Is what? A, a prepper? A prepper, yeah. yeah. A doomsday prepper. Yeah, I think she's becoming that because she was saying that uh, she's making things at home now. Mayonnaise. She's making her own mayonnaise. Really? Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. cool. It takes nothing to make mayonnaise. Okay, what, what, you have some kind of oil in there. Egg Eggs. yolk, yeah. a little uh, salt, Yeah. some uh, uh, vinegar, Yeah. and then you slowly pour in the oil and you whip it. Yeah, but here's the thing. I forget how what that's called when you like. How does it's it good. taste? It's fine. Oh, no, it no, just, no, 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 no. If you ask me how 
the Hellmans or the Dukes was, I'd be like, oh, it's good mayonnaise. You went, you did the thing. You went well, high in the I voice. I don't love mayonnaise. I use, I use a very small amount of I'm, mayonnaise. A dollop. No matter what, a dollop or a full. Half a dollop. Whatever is your uh, take on mayonnaise compared to the other, which would be the same. How then is it's, it? It's, a, it's good. Okay. I, I sense that it's not as good. That's what I'm saying. Only because I don't love mayonnaise to begin with. I just use it as like a binder in my sandwich or in my wrap or something. Are you part of one of those terrorist groups? What is the matter with you? You don't love mayonnaise. What is? is I it, don't. Are you an American? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so, so on a ham sandwich with like a little lettuce and tomato. Ham. Like a ham yeah. sandwich with lettuce, tomato, you wouldn't no, like a little Mayonnaise and ham don't go together. Yeah, they do. Well. Yes, they do. When you make like a honey baked ham uh, for It's more of a mustard. It's more Easter. of a mustard meat. No, after Easter, you get the sweet Hawaiian roll. Ooh, you put a little yeah. mayonnaise oh, in there. Yeah. It, falls in the, it falls in the mustard meats. I agree All right, let's you. get let's get people on the phone. The yeah. Four, hey, do you four. like it? <laughs> Well, about a poll. Let's just check out. Why do a job? Why actually try Call to entertain? Now. For the last half hour, we'll talk about mustard and mayonnaise and meat. <laughs> no, I. but the thing is, here's a, I understand. I don't love mustard either. I don't, well, listen. What? You, you listen, her problem with condiments. Ketchup on a ham sandwich. Her problem with condiments goes way back. I don't want to, I can't, we don't have enough time. We only have till noon. Yeah. I can't unpack that. But to, I will say that. Although I, you know, in an abstract sense, I would say probably we have too much preservatives in our food, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably a, a terrible thing. But when it comes to things like mayonnaise, mayonnaise, I am like I'm glad there's preservatives because like if it's been in the refrigerator for a couple of weeks, I feel pretty good. But I'm not gonna. When you make your own mayonnaise, my guess is you look in like seven days later and it's separated out and the oil's on top and you gotta squish well, it back you together. Emulsify again. it with you use vinegar you, and emulsify. and mustard to emulsify it so it stays. Oh yeah, I put mustard in it too. Oh, so with, the the, reason, with the fancy it, words, I just huh? yeah. if you don't if you don't whip it properly and if you don't emulsify, uh -huh. the oil <laughs> she said she's a girl and she said it. What did yeah. I say? You said if you don't whip it properly, and we're guys, and we thought that was funny. <laughs> we thought it was funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> I normally am on board with those I know. Types, and I did not get it. I know. See, it just goes to show. Let me see some holes, and we got to fill those holes. We are. We got to fill that hole with mayonnaise that you made at home. <laughs> homemade mayonnaise. That's me, man. I did always make it my own man. I'm a little Cajun bite in there. Uh -huh. Yeah, you make your own. Oh, you make your own mayo. Mayo. Old mayo. Coach mayo. Coach old mayo. That's that he up. should make his own mayonnaise. You make your own bread too. I just are you prepping? Yeah. So the thing that I realized with the bread is that it does go bad really quickly. Yeah. Um, mm. So I cut it in half. I might start cutting it into thirds, yeah. and I freeze it, and then once are I you, usually don't finish the whole bread before it goes. Moldy. Are you preparing for the end of the world where you have your own food and you're not dependent upon? Uh, the uh, supply chain? It's more that I have the time to do it. Bored. And You're bored. Well. You're bored. You're not making, bored. You're I do enjoy own, it. I think it's a good indication. How bored is Autumn? She's making her own mayonnaise. <laughs> 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 She's suffering. <laughs> Saw a story trying to uh, start a union for Starbucks employees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Oh, boy. We're only open from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. <laughs> Do people understand the concept of entry-level jobs? Mm-mm. No, I'll get a job there when I'm 16 as barista. I should be able to uh, raise a family and retire here. I mean, after... And make demands.
Like, if I don't like something the company's doing, I need to be able to walk off the job. This is too much for me. Hey, can you make some coffee? No, I just saw a, a video online I don't like. I'm going home. <laughs> All <laughs> right. You're right. I guess that's your right. We'll just have to close the whole place down. Nobody gets coffee. We have a couple of uh, Starbucks close to me. Both of them are closed. They put the sandwich board in the drive-thru so you can't go through it? That's what they do in Tucker. Yeah. I mean, they don't. I guess they don't have enough baristas. Yeah. Got to wait for that stimmy money to yeah. dry up. There Isn't was, there it was... already dried up? Uh, well, it depends because no. you can sit on it for a while, right? Just because, like like Fonzie. You can sit on, <laughs> sit on it, Fonzie. You can hey. sit on it for a while and, you know, and uh, maybe get two or three months after. I think it has stopped being sent out. Okay. Yeah. There was a story in The Guardian that I forgot to send you last night that says, uh, here's the headline, America's strike, wa- strike wave is rare and beautiful sight to behold. Oh, it is, because as we all know, the worst thing that ever happened to this country was capitalism. What with all that, <laughs> <laughs> all the booming economy for all these years. Thank you, The Guardian. Thank you. Uh, the English. <clears throat> God love them. Hey, speaking of love, as much love as I can have for an ex-brave pitcher... That's what I have for Mr. Peter Moylan. How are you, sir? Yes. I can hear your car, Peter Moylan. I'm having a uh, there's some there's some issues with my cell phone. Oh, no. Hey, listen, cell if you, phone, if you can hear me, why don't we just just call us back in like 5 minutes when you're in a different cell. We'll do it that way. Sound good? Done. Good. All right. Very nice. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, Bye. it's it's nice that cuz it could have been that you couldn't have heard me. Right. That way. But then again, he could have been listening on the radio as opposed to it. That would be seven seconds behind. So I believe he'll get the message. Yeah. And we'll get back to him and we'll uh, relay just a it to him. We'll talk about Sorry, guys. Uh, we'll talk about the we'll, we'll talk about uh, some Australian uh, what is the those crackers you like? Uh they're called Onnit's Shapes. 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 Onnit's Shapes. And what would that be here in America? What would be an uh, an analog? Uh, would it be like a, a Ritz cracker or uh, those chicken ones? The chicken, oh, 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 those are delicious. Yeah, what are those? Are. They're, they're like, like chicken biscuits or what? No, Ooh. what are they called? What are they? they got the chicken, they got yeah. the, the rooster on the box. Uh-huh, and it's like a red box. Oh, uh, and they taste like, they have like, oh, yeah, what is that? What are those things? They're called chicken biscuit. That's what I thought. Yeah. But it's not a real chicken biscuit. No, well, no. It doesn't taste like They do chicken. sell those now. They're called chicken chips, and you can get them at Kroger. Chicken chips. I bought them. It's like compressed chicken meat, and they're like chips, Ugh. and I bit into it. It was like biting into a rock. No, those must be horrible. Really? It's real chicken? They taste good, but you have to no. like soak them in your mouth for like, so like 10 minutes. like chicken jerky or something? Not even. It's They're called chicken crisp, and they're like chips. Yeah. And they look like potato chips, but they're, they're made, made out, out of chicken. chicken. Yeah, and they're but they're hard. You couldn't shoot a bullet through chickens, it. these chickens, man. Uh, if there's, is there, has there been a chicken that has lived a natural life from <laughs> beginning to end, just died of a heart attack ever? Fell over no. <laughs> we have more. We have more reasons to kill chickens. Now we're making chips out of them. Yeah. Bad enough. Just think about all of the different chicken sandwich, chicken parts, places, things, wings. The, the amount of chickens. Twenty-four the, million chickens every day in the U.S. alone. Are killed for food? Are killed. For and then you, slaughtered each day. you add to that that you're going to now have chicken chips. Only That's 24 million? I figured it'd be a more day? than that. I figured it'd be more than that. A day? A day! 24 yeah. million a day? What is that? 365 a year. Somebody well, do that math. 50 billion chickens. <laughs> oh, the, she's, she's like a prodigy. I, no, mean, she's, she I, I even, Googled it. No, come on. An estimated 50 billion chickens are slaughtered for food every year. A figure wow. that excludes male chicks and un. Uh, re- and unproductive hens killed in egg production. I want to find out. I want to find out if one chicken in the last hundred years in America has actually lived 
a full life, whatever that is, and died of a heart attack from old age. Has that ever happened? Heart attack. Yeah, just <laughs> the good. chicken like, hey, guys, go on without me. Yeah. I've had a good life. Live on. Just go and dance. <laughs> a good life. There's Matilda who lived for uh, 16 years, a 14-ounce hen, the first chicken to receive the title of world's oldest living chicken from the Guinness Book of World's Record. <laughs> and, and that, and too bad. Was that Matilda? Uh, Matilda, yeah. Doesn't even know. By Matilda, Keith and Donna Barton owned uh, Matilda. Uh, okay, so I guess uh, you have these... <laughs> you have people who love chickens. They take them in, and they let them just live to their natural lifespan. Oh, Eric. Yes, that's my name. Uh, 39 million cows in the U.S. each year. That's oh, that's 30... Oh, okay, that's in a year. 39 million. That's 39 what million, well, and got, it's 24 million chickens a day. They got a lot well, of so meat. They got, you got more meat on the cows. So you got to kill... I mean, if you get 20 wings, <laughs> I know it's not all wings. Some of it is the other part, but I mean, mm -hmm. we should genetically uh, alter them so that they just have more of the things. Lots of legs, lots of wings. Yeah. Well, no, we do that for the breast. No body. Yeah. No body. Just create these chicken-like things in a <laughs> lab. They don't make noise. They yeah. just roll. Chicken, can you hear me? <laughs> can you feel me near you? That's... Sad. Paul, that's why Paul McCartney's so mad about all killing all these animals. Why can't you just eat lettuce? Paul McCartney says he won't eat anything with a face. I've just eaten a face. I can't forget the time or place where I just ate. It's nice and juicy and it tastes so good. I want to eat it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti, anti Paul McCartney. Well, Paul never that's liked anything of... that had a face. <laughs> That's a lot of chickens and cows. Why we broke up. His poor wife. It's oh. a joke. I think there was a lot of happy chickens. Uh, I went up to North Georgia over the... <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hold on. I, always, so always the bright side. You gotta love it, right? Go I ahead. Think, cut my head off. I, <laughs> that's a lot of happy chickens. That's cool. I got hey, it. Yeah, I'm here to serve. My life, I, I have only existed so that you can uh, throw half of me away when you're full. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. I get it. I was saying that uh, I like the ammonia bath you get, <laughs> oh, so I don't have any pathogens. <laughs> I, I went up to North. At least they do it quick. The scalding uh, water they kill me with is wonderful. <laughs> nice bath before you're beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice here. I'm they so happy. They burn your feathers off. <laughs> on Sunday, I went on a nice hike up in North Georgia. And I you drove through, through Dawsonville, and I drove so through a happy. bunch of through a bunch of uh, a bunch of places that had nice chicken coops, and the chickens yeah. seemed rather happy. Oh, they were outside. They were whistling that chickens, exactly. uh, like <laughs> <laughs> bridge over the river Kwai whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're happy chickens. <laughs> All right. Especially in Dawsonville. They seem great in Dawsonville. Hopefully Peter Moylan has driven himself into a better cell, and we will talk about the Braves when we get back. On Ashley Doctrine. Love it. Listen to it every day. The best show on the radio. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. When is first pitch tonight? 805? 808. 808. Excuse me. I don't want to. Well, I'd be a little early, yeah. so I'd be okay. Tune into the pregame. Better be three minutes early than three minutes late. I believe Peter Moylan has driven into a better cell area. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the man who made Vegemite popular in America, the great Peter Moylan. How are you, sir? 
I am tremendous. How's my favorite morning crew? Uh, you know, I don't know how they're doing, but this show's all right. We're doing okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Peter, I'm a little well, stuffed. I've been eating shapes. Uh, uh, Tim Andrews wants yes, to know, did, if, did you eat this thing, these crackers called shapes? Shapes. In Australia. Barbecue shapes, pizza shapes, chicken in the biscuit, all over it. Look at that. Chicken yeah. crimpy. Oh, very nice. Well, we don't, we don't have a, a lot really of good stuff. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, a lot of people freaked out because uh, there was uh, the big uh, comeback last night by yeah. the Dodgers. Uh, how are you feeling? And uh, talk, talk about today's game because it's going to be what they call a bullpen game, right? Yeah. Last night was a bit of a punch in the mouth. Um, mm. Up by three going to the eighth inning, Luke Jackson came in, gave up a cheap hit to Will Smith, another cheap hit to Pollock. That could have been a double play. Uh, they ended up scoring three runs on a Bellinger home run that was a pitch five inches out of the zone. Nothing was Luke's fault. Everybody wants to blame Luke. Keep in mind, we wouldn't have even scored had there not been a misplay in center field. So let's just remember that this is a good baseball team, and we are a good baseball team. We have set ourselves up perfectly. We've got a bullpen game today, which means you may see a Noah or Drew Smiley start and then a, a plethora of guys coming in like the Dodgers did yesterday. We are still primed and set up beautifully. We have to play 500 baseball from now until the end of this series to win the series. We take one of two from them over there, one of two at home, with Freed, Anderson, and Morton ready to go. We're in a good spot. Yeah, you know, I think people, uh, they just sort of freak out a little too fast. Atlanta fans are scarred, uh, not just baseball, but just uh, all, all the way around. And I, I understand that. But, you know, when you're when you're a fan of any sport, you do have to understand that the, the, the people on the other team are getting paid as well. So the the idea that the Dodgers are just going to lay down is not going to happen. Then the oh, sport, man. it's just not. I mean, there are sweeps from time to time. I, in my heart of hearts, I did not believe there was going to be a sweep. Peter Moylan, I, we can we you hope for that sort of thing, but I, I wasn't thinking that the Braves are going to get through this without the Dodgers winning a game. Uh, you know, maybe a game or two. I, I don't know. Hopefully not. Hopefully they've won their one game. But I think that uh, do you sense that with Atlanta fans all the way around are just so scarred that when they whenever they see something like that. They just go right to the darkest place. Let me just say that the, the, the scarring is understandable, though. Look, yeah. look at what they've been through over the last 20 years. So I completely understand it. But the only way to change it is for you know people like who's in the team now. We're playing with house money, and I've said this a lot, because we no one expected us to be where we are, Eric. And the fact that we are here and we have a chance to go in the World Series with two more wins, fans yeah. need to look at this season as a positive. Yeah. Instead of just, if they don't win the World Series, it's a negative. Because everything they've dealt with so far, and they've overcome, how do you not look at that and go, well, it's a job well done? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I believe that it's house money, too. But uh, people get... you really have to understand that if you're a fan of a team, and I know this may sound negative, it's not. I mean this in a positive way. If you're going to enjoy sports, I don't care whether it's Major League Baseball, whether it's uh, the NBA, whether it's the NFL, at the end of the season, there's only one fan base that's overjoyed. <laughs> and if you, exactly. you, you, you can't say, I didn't enjoy myself or we don't have a good team. And, and I feel weird saying this now because I'm not setting us up for failure. I believe the Braves are going to win and they're going to move on to the World Series. But uh, as long as it comes up like this, it's, it's, you know, that's no way to, it's, you're going to have no fun in your life. 
if that's how you are as a fan. If we don't win it all, then it was an awful season. This has been a great season, and uh, this came out of nowhere. And what you say is house money, I say is like free joy. Who thought that sure. you would be having fun as a baseball fan in Atlanta this deep into the season? You didn't six months ago. You didn't, Peter, right? Nobody did, right? No chance. Yeah. Nope. No. I had everybody traded the All-Star break, so I'm glad I'm not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> so, so luckily they didn't listen to you, and sure. uh, they did it their own way, and uh, and we up here. So I'm saying, enjoy yourself. I think the Braves are going to pull this out. I really do. Um, but the, I didn't think that the Dodgers were going to lay down. You know, that's well, not, be nice that's, if they did. I'll, it'd be nice. I'll leave you. I'll, I'll I'll leave you with this thought too. Or I may not leave you, but I'll leave yeah. you with this thought to think about. They had to fight so hard to try and win the West because they, they didn't want to have to win the wild card and play their way through. So they've been going at full speed for about. 19 straight days. Then they had to play the division series against that same team, and they went five games, and they had to fight tooth and nail to get through that. They're out of pitching right now. They're throwing Urias tonight, who pitched two days ago. Every guy that we're going to see from now on, we've seen already, so they've got no secrets on us. Yeah, absolutely. Go Braves. I believe they're going to do it. I'm very... uh, uh... This uh, Jared Yamamoto thinks that he saved the city from a riot yesterday. I don't know if you heard, Peter Moylan. But he claims he claims that he put out a tweet that calmed people down. Well, people when, were so negative. Peter, uh, yeah. you saw it on Twitter. People were like, oh, here we go again. It was, yeah. oh, it's just game three. It's okay. It's our yeah. first loss in the series. It's okay. Take Have a deep breath. Fun. Have it's fun. Com- it's competition. That's what it's all about. Have some fun. Enjoy yourself. And they're going to do just fine. I don't know. I just have a feeling this time around, Peter Moylan. I'm no baseball expert, but I have a feeling that. Uh, and then now, once we get to the, let's let's not count our chickens before they're hatched to get back to the <laughs> before chicken. the crackers. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you heard the discussion on the about the chicken discussion. I heard. I heard. I, I figured that's why I'd call in. You might need some help finishing the show. Absolutely. Well, you know, <laughs> do you have more chicken? Do you have more chicken facts for us? Did we overlook something? (laughs) Peter Moylan could do it all. Hey, man, I appreciate you uh, making yourself available. I know you're busy driving around doing something. I don't know what you're doing. Going to to pick up Chris Medlin. You guys are going to go booze and talk about uh, baseball until the game starts. We're going to drown our sorrows over last night. Uh, You you know, the way to drown the sorrows is uh, we go out there and we beat them tonight. Everybody feels great tomorrow morning. Peter Moylan, hopefully you will stay with us during this journey, this playoff. I'm always here. Yes. I'm here for you guys whenever you need me. You're awesome. And next time, if you could could just bring a few more chicken facts. That's all that I ask. (laughs) Thank you, Peter Moylan. Hey, that music says we're done. We're going to do a podcast 30. That's not going to be live. It will be tacked on to the rest of the show as one big podcast available in all those podcast places you get your podcast from by about 2.30 in the afternoon. Also, I have this plan. We come back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. do another big, great radio show. If you're listening now, you're invited to join us then. Whether you're listening now or then or whatever your day brings to you, continue on your journey. I do not piss off the team. Oh, hell yeah. Podcast 30 begins right now. All right, shut up. I'm Eric Von Hessler. I'll be your uh, your guide. Post. Tim Andrews is here. English Nick is in uh, Nashville, so he's not here. Jerry Yamamoto's here. Yeah. Bottom Fisher's here. Gregory Russ. Disco. Pew, pew.
I think Gregory Russ, maybe he's not telling us that he lost his job or something. He's been available for the Podcast 30 <laughs> a lot more no, recently. I, I, I think I'm rebelling now because before I was contracting my job and they made me full-time and I didn't want to be full-time, so now it's like, okay. Well, so now you're taking some time to yourself. Now, do they know that you do these, that you have these, this diversion, or are you afraid that they'll think it's some sort of alt-right crazy talk radio? That does cross you? my mind. My, my yeah. boss knows. I told him early on because – Especially when we were going in the office, the days I was joining the show, I said, "Hey, on these days, I'm going to be late," and he was cool with it, so yeah. he knows. But I'm I not a right winger, but sometimes uh, there's uh, Joe Rogan. I saw he's now being described as a right. right winger, and I'm thinking, isn't that guy in favor of gay marriage? Can you really be in favor of gay marriage <laughs> and be called a right wing? It does. Yeah, like, see, yeah. people don't listen to it. In any kind of depth. You know, we don't <laughs> yeah. need to talk about this. It's been talked to death. You know what happens. I know. And yes, you're not an alt-right winger, but somebody listening would easily label it that. Really? And who knows what would happen. And, I'm, and look at me, so in favor of nothing but love and happiness. <laughs> I would like to see love and happiness spread all over the globe. Nothing would make me happier than to see everyone else happy as can be. And somehow that, I'm just, why? Because I'm on talk radio? Is that it? Mm-hmm. You're on talk radio, and... Yeah. You don't buy the you narrative know. that, you know, you know... I don't buy any narrative, though. Well, it doesn't matter. You don't buy one. You trash one. people who wear masks in their cars. Oh! oh. Okay, well, that oh, is a little messed bit, up. That is a little over the top. That's messed up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am a little right-wing on this. Does that make me right-wing? Because I think you're psychotic if you wear a mask yep. in your car yes. when you're alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know anyone up there in the uh, NYCs? Well, you, let me tell you something. This is, is the C for communist? That city that you're living in, my goodness, they're going to tear down a Thomas Jefferson statue? Now they're moving it. All oh, right, but, but it still, is, he, it he, is he created ridiculous. the country. It made me it's, feel uncomfortable. It makes nobody feel uncomfortable because nobody goes into City Hall. You're not right. allowed. It's just for show. There's <laughs> I you know, know but I mean, still, and, but to do I that know. show, is, it's embarrassing. I, I he know. wrote the Declaration of Okay, he wasn't perfect. I get it. I get it. But he he the, the founding document that created the country that allows people to protest and not get their heads cut off. You know, there is some upside if they'd look at the whole wow. thing. A little bit of context here. <laughs> well, what do you Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Time. I'm just saying. It was yeah. a different time. <laughs> Yeah, but you some things uh, right life life yeah. loving Thomas Jefferson. I like see, I like his words. At least he was thirty three at the uh, time. Yeah, like Jesus. instead of like yeah. these nineteen year olds that were writing. <laughs> oh yeah, he, they called him the uh, the old whitehead. He was like the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> James Monroe, eighteen. Yeah, well, you know, he had a doctrine to write. He was the first. I stole the doctrine from him. Remember I told you how old Betsy Ross was? Yeah, well, she was like 17 or something. Yeah, <laughs> and she looked 50 in every painting. Everybody did back then. Yeah. Well, you had to grow up quick. Yeah, top hats and age. That's what it was all about back then. <laughs> what are we going to well, cancel Genghis Khan? Just Khan, cancel. I know how many millions of people that guy killed. Yeah, but how many statues of him do you see around? Oh, we don't, not around yeah. here. Yeah, okay. I'm so sure we, they're in Europe. He was canceled by omission long, long ago. Long ago. But I mean, at some point, you have to draw the line. If you start throwing out Thomas Jefferson, then it's just you got you got to build something. You got it's over. You, know, I, you just start all over again. Look, can I add one some, thing? I, Sorry, Greg. I just want to ask because you're in New York City, and I saw yesterday they unveiled a statue of Harambe to protest capitalism. Oh yeah, it's right next to the um, I, to the is Wall it, Street Is Bowl. it that? 
is that I'd say I saw this and I didn't look the into the gorilla it. that got killed. Oh. I didn't look into it any further because it also, you know, lines up with the whole meme stock movement. Yes. Where people okay. hold those are called apes and there's a bull there representing Wall Street. So I took it more as that. Right. But I didn't read into what it actually was supposed to stand for. It's so that's staring it down Wall Street's charging bull. Here's okay. why. Okay, here's why. This is all you this is what you need to know. Well, <laughs> Why so is these, it, by the way? These Why? people think I don't know, I'm not that this it. country would be more <laughs> successful if it never had been capitalist. <laughs> yeah. That is an absurd notion. You can look around the world and see how it goes. Nothing's perfect. Capitalism's not perfect. Certainly has a lot Nobody's of. Nobody's uh, nerfed. <laughs> 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 as a fan, as, I, I mean, not, as as not a fan of capitalism because yeah. of the extremes it's grown to. But yes, see, I, I disagree also, with you. Also, you are a fan of capitalism. You're not a fan of corporatism. This is why I'm yes. trying to tell you. I know you're this. not. You're, know you're this. not a fan of corporate culture. But you don't want to go to a barter system where you know you trade your uh, technical writing skills for uh, a dozen eggs. You don't want to go to that system. I'm aware of this, and whenever yeah. I would rail against what we just put out there as capitalism, it was corporatism because I can't stand corporations. I think they have too much power, and they're showing this at this point. Anything good too at some point is taken marketed and sold and whatever that's yeah. part of it you're not gonna get gonna get but away here's the from. thing the best the best place on earth to be a socialist is inside of a capitalist society because you you can just decide all right I just want to live my life and I only want to make thirty five thousand dollars a year and I'm gonna live at that but and you'll be able to do that because then you know whoever the next Steve Jobs is that lives next door he goes and does his thing it's called dynamic it's all about People, a mindset not a, yeah a mindset. What, what People Jared's, have had it what too a, good. That's true. We, we very much are like teenagers mad at dad for taking care of us and not being ideal. It turns out dad wasn't perfect. Oh, did you miss any meals? No, no, no. But he was a little no, bit, wait, 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 he was wait. a little cold. He was a little cold to me. Okay. All right. That's a that's a problem of privilege. This is this is a response to you know. No, it's a problem of privilege. I believe that it's a problem of privilege. You, if you if you are dirt poor and truly impoverished, that- you just don't have time for that kind of. The, your problems are so deep and so above you uh, that you just don't get to the idea of dad was a little cold to me because well you're surviving right as opposed right. to thriving. So that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Be happy that you're not in a surviving situation. And, and I don't think all these people who hit the streets and think about how terrible the country is. Like, oh, you might have a point. This could be wrong. Maybe that could be fixed. But uh, be reasonable about it and understand that, you know, there's a lot of good that happens here as well. It's not all bad. And, is it guilt? I mean, obviously uh, not everyone's had a great life. But I'm thinking of my life in the neighborhood I grew up in, very middle class. Um, and it was good. I don't have bad memories. But I was talking to my mom about a lot of the kids I grew up with in that neighborhood, it probably over 50 percent have either uh, fallen deep into drugs, died from drug overdoses, gone to jail for other reasons. And it's it's thinking, where does this idol. come from? Idol isn't this simple, but idol, what is it? Idol, idol hands, hands are the devil's, devil's plaything. Devil's, devil's plaything, right. Like if you have, if you're not out picking potatoes or whatever you do, do you pick them, you pull them out of the earth? If you're not out gathering potatoes all day long, <laughs> you have time to sit around and think about things that could get better. And then, as the Buddhists say, all misery comes from uh, desire. So you see, you, you're all misery comes from knowing there's an ideal that you're not achieving in some way or another. Whether so other people have more money than I do, um, I I want to be with this person and they're not interested in me. The Buddhists are right about that. It all 
misery comes from desire. And so because you have time to think about the things that you don't have, I think it's one of the arguments against capitalism, right, is that it introduces this desire. Yes, it is part of it. I mean, it's part of it. Just like there's it's it's a mixture of so many things. You know what I mean? Because it's a mixture of maybe idle hands. It's a mixture of all those different households being raised certain ways, all those different households coming from different backgrounds and histories that we don't know about that you don't see. Um, and then it's also about, um, yeah, I, I guess the idle hand. I mean, the idle idle hands. I'm sure spoiled. has a part to do with it. We're just spoiled. Not we are just spoiled. spoiled. Not not, just spoiled. Mostly spoiled. If you don't like something, get up off your ass, go out and do something. You but can doing make the change. Doing something doesn't mean always getting a bullhorn and smashing a window at Starbucks. Like doing something just means the Starbucks you drink at every <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. That's, right. the, that's yeah. what I love. Work. There are people who even. You know, they rail against big chains coming in, but then they still go to the other of chains. They don't even think about it. Or of like, course. or like my buddy, like anytime there's even this the scent of a strike like that, uh, he he and his friends they're like, we're for it. Yeah, we're for we're, it. We're for it. We're and for I, the workers I'm like, standing I'm like, up. I'm like, did you even read about it? Like, even I tried my best. Like yeah. when when Amazon had that thing in Alabama, I tried my best to read into it, try to understand both perspectives, and I ultimately ended up disagreeing with why they were trying to unionize. I'm yeah, like, you don't have to all, work at you Amazon. You don't have to work at Amazon. Right, but then. You know, anytime like the Starbucks thing, the, yeah. uh, there's been other stories that have been popping up lately. It's like, oh man, I really want this to happen. The no, teachers' be, union's always they're right. In tr- they're in trouble. They, they're in love with an ideal. I've I've always I've said this before. Chaos. I really do believe this. Uh, to me, the revolutionary is more a personality type Certainly. than an actual organic thing. That now. If you live in a country where the president has been the president for the last 40 years and the only way you're ever <laughs> going to get rid of that thing and change stuff. But in a country like this where we have elections constantly, I just think it's there are certain personality types that when they're 19 in America, they're going to be on the streets. If it's 1925, 1955, 1970, whenever they're 19 or 20 years old, it is a type, a personality type. Uh, and it ain't real. It ain't real the way, you know, Fidel and his brother are up in the mountains in the 50s in Cuba. That, that, that's like, okay, now I'm taking live fire for, uh, I think it, every bit is ridiculous, but at, you, know, it, you get into this abstract sort of like uh, cocktail party mm-hmm. revolutionary thing. Why like your we buddy. have a protest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like his buddy. It's all abstract. And his buddies, too. Claims to be a total com- socialist? Communist. Communist. No, no, he is communist. openly communist. But he goes and has beers at these bars that have beers from around the world and everything. And when you push him on it, he says, well, it's not the time. When it's the time and people's mindset have changed, then I'll stop enjoying the fruits of capitalism. You mean that time after you die, no matter how young you are, because it's not going to happen in the next 60, 70 years? So what, what is the argument for being communist? Because... And that's when the government owns the means of production. Yeah, yeah they right? want to be wards of the state. That's what they want. Yeah, they, they're some of her, some of even his more extreme friends thinks that we should go to more of a obviously like a uh, more of a global society. Number right. one, where we're almost run by tribes, like like each individual oh, that village works, or that tribe. Works out in the Mideast. Yeah, oh, they never have wars over village there. Or tribe would uh, everybody would be designated with a role and an assignment that fits their can you imagine, skill set. All this can, you imagine, can you imagine Damn, such a crazy. thing? You are born into a world, and an expert assigns you a role. Yeah, who's yeah, an no expert? What? Well, that, no, they're just the people who are in power. That's, but as you grow up, this so, so I made that argument, and and one of the girls that's part of this group said that well. 
it's not like we just you know decide okay Tim Andrews you're good at voices you do this it's that they sit down and they say they determine as you grow up okay this person has a skill set with this and we but should try who's to grow in charge them there. of the life that's that's, that's the, weird, the question. That's, that's where I that, was. What if, you, what if you're really person, good at something, but you don't want to do it? Yeah, yeah listen, exactly. listen. That's the person that should tear down the statue of Jefferson because they do not believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Because the word pursuit assumes you're driving the car, right? If you're pursuing happiness, the society isn't decided. I mean, that is a twisted. And meanwhile, that girl had better not be using a smartphone. Because if the world had been the way she wanted it from the time that she was born and 100 years before, Steve Jobs would not have been assigned the role to spend 90 hours a week destroying the lives of his colleagues to get that smartphone. The interesting That's- thing about her is that even <laughs> e- capitalism as, that. as extreme <laughs> as extreme as my buddy is, which, you know, I love me. So he's a good buddy. How, how do you? How do you? Well, we grew up, you know, just five houses down from each other he was not like this that guy for would all put of you life. in a cage well he told me he would send me to camp <laughs> he would uh, send you to camp he to said camp, camp puppy. he said he says that and in the next breath points to somebody else and uses the word fascist yeah unbelievable <laughs> yeah. ignorance what, what does he, he think he of your job oh well i mean of course he disagrees with a lot that's going on but he, he doesn't he, even listen he just uh dismisses it now as if oh you guys are more of a uh, variety thing now than than Politics, which well, is, that's true. Which is why I, well, you know, which is why I get my information from other places now. Yeah, yeah. From MSNBC. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, no, MSNBC is too far to the right. Too far him. to the right. Yeah. Joy Reid, noted yeah. right winger. Yeah. <laughs> There's what a lot it? of trust placed in government doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so much trust. Well, it's it's not necessarily even government. Like like the concept. I know we're we're jumping to it has how to be we, government. How ultimately. we but but how we picture government in their ideal society. They they're able to pick the right people that would lead. Who, I know because at some their point education. you have to point a gun at somebody's head and tell them to get in line. Right. The idea that uh, 330 million people are ever going to agree on anything it says well you wouldn't you, be tribal. It'd be your little village well, of 15 your, people. Who cares? But within the tribe, even within on the a tribe. small scale. Yeah. You gotta burn oh, the I'm, witches, man. Believe me, I, I'm I'm not making the argument. Oh, we're for just him. trying to figure it out. I, no. you. It's, it's, it doesn't, first of all, it doesn't make. It is so abstract, and I believe that these people know that they never will be on the hook, and so they can spouse all their nonsense. And what uh, a lot of them are uh, involved in education too, which of course. Me. Well, have you seen the teachers? Of course. Oh, of course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, if you listen to a teachers' union giving a, a parent and a child the choice of where they go to school. That hurts children's yeah. education. Yeah. All right, you have to be a twisted douchebag, ignorant idiot to think that. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean the school choice means you're always going to go and it's always going to work. But the idea that giving someone choice hurts their hurts oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, it might help your child, but your child should be held back so that others in the greater no, my child's my responsibility, and I don't give a damn about you. Mm-hmm. It's your job to give a damn about your child. I'm going to do everything I can to get my child ahead so they don't have to deal with people like you. And what you said, Greg, earlier uh, about trusting the government, this has always been interesting to me that it's the people from the left who do nothing but bitch and moan about power, but ultimately they want to give all of their money to, meaning equals more power to, this government that they're constantly burning down Wendy's about right now. I just really like some kind of idea. So we absolutely, once we're in charge, no more elections, because we, because people aren't as smart as we are. They yeah. may they may elect somebody that doesn't get our plan. 
So that's number one. No elections. The tribe talk decides. To your, talk to your friends. No elections, right? We're done. Well, because elections have not been correct here in the States for years. Well, no, there because sometimes people that they like lose. So that means that they're not fair. But it's all run by corporatism by well, from Democrats and Republicans. I and mean, so, that's partly true. They yeah, do have a lot yeah. of influence. It doesn't make, but it, anyone, it, doesn't make anyone, it the worst system so, possible. So, so meaning, no. meaning that there is no chance for... Uh, you know, it's Joe Blow or anything like that. It's not affiliated with a party to win, so they feel yeah, like I'm Joe Blow. Corporate. <laughs> That's right, Joe Blow over there. I can do it. They, they feel like uh, they feel like because you, you have to bow to corporations in order to win under the current American system. Yeah, the two corporations are the RNC and the DNC. Yeah. well, Correct. they're against that too. They're outside. You got to give them that. They're they're off on their own thing. Yeah, but I but 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 they're not allowed to use smartphones or go have beers in places that have beers around the world because that happens under capitalism. I agree. That does not happen under your ideal. Hey, um, we've assigned you to bust your ass for 50 years to innovate a new kind of phone that no one's ever thought about before. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. No, it may have been a better thing if that phone was never invented, but that's a whole other no, discussion. Well, that, that is, yeah, no, no doubt about well, no, that. No, social media. You get rid of that, the phone's fine. Uh, I was thinking about getting rid of the phone. I, I, just you know, a little exercise. I would never actually do it. But there are so many things that are apps only these days that, yeah. you, that you have to have it. You're at this point where you have to have the phone. Yeah, I guess you could decide to just go, you know, just fill out a bunch of paperwork for other things or go around, a lot of workarounds. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, obviously you can't do DoorDash if you don't have a phone, but I mean, that's that's not a necessity. Yeah, just carry your laptop with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, get in your car and not pay 20 bucks to get a burger delivered. <laughs> you know, I said to my son yesterday, is like he was looking around for food. Said, there is food. You know, and I had to remind him, you don't have to spend money every time you eat. But I mean, it's really, I think he spends money almost every time he eats. I really do. And it's just like, it's like $5 here, $7 there, $12 it's there. It's pretty, you know. Yeah, but who has time to cook? Autumn. She's making her I do. own ma- making mayonnaise. 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 You ever make your own mayonnaise that. there? Uh, oh, yeah. We should, we should sell Autumn. Cocho Mayo. Cocho no, I can just put a picture of you on there, Autumn. Put a picture of you like, hey, smiling and be like, Autumn's Mayo. I got my old mayonnaise. I'll make it down there in the basement. Greg doesn't it, it'll be Autumn's mayo. She doesn't really like mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can't she believe she doesn't like it. People getting food poisoning. That's I know. Then me. the lawyers. Sorry. I wash my hands. Uh, yeah, oh. we know she doesn't wash her hands after she wipes. <laughs> this is not a good idea. I mix this bread up with my knuckles. <laughs> hey, it's mayonnaise. good for you. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I never got the COVID because I'm eating the poop all the time. <laughs> right. Oh, mayonnaise lasts surprisingly long. I guess there's vinegar in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. There is, is that what preserves it? Because yeah. in my mind, mayonnaise is one of those things that you got to use it quickly, else it's going bad. But if you look at the expiration, it's surprisingly fine. No. Oh, no, mayonnaise, yeah, the vinegar products, that ketchup, that'll stay. Yeah. As long as you keep it in the refrigerator, it'll stay forever. I keep mine underneath the oven. <laughs> <laughs> just in a pile? Yeah. In the mayonnaise drawer. That's right. <laughs> oh, my last in a oven. container, just a plop of mayonnaise in a drawer. <laughs> my last oven, I thought that the, the bottom drawer was a warming drawer, mm-hmm. because quite often they are. I said, oh, that's great, and I put a pizza box in there. It turns out it was the broiler. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. you got to be careful. Sometimes that drawer didn't burn down. is a broiler. Now, hold on. Now, was there pizza in the box when you did that? Or yeah, you just because... Because I I was reading, oh, the bottom drawer quite often on, you know, people put pans in there and they use it as storage, but it's a warming drawer. Is that right? And I thought, oh, I'll I'll keep the pizza warm in there. And so I put the pizza in there. Why did you want to keep it warm in the box? I'm a little confused. Had you already cooked it? It was lazy. It was already, no, it was like a pizza I ordered out. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about yeah, the frozen. Yeah, he's in New York. He's not making his own pies. I thought yeah, he you were talking Domino's. about the frozen pizza. <laughs> no, no, so the pizza it's came. It's from his little local pizza shop called Pizza Hut. <laughs> does, anybody, yeah, does anybody in New York get pizza from Domino's? <laughs> Yeah. That's hilarious. Gross. That's yeah. hilarious. Can you be like a tourist, like at a hotel? Yeah. I get Domino's. I see him yeah. zooming around all the time, the delivery people. I bet you there's somebody in New York like, I don't care what anybody says. It's the best damn pizza in New York. <laughs> damn right it is. <laughs> and plus you get all that free chocolate. There, there was a one, one time at the radio station I worked for here um, when they ordered in pizza for everyone, and it was Domino's, and there was backlash. People. Like, come on, you're in New York. Why would they? Yeah, hey, don't don't discount their pan pizza. Sales. It's pretty good. No, hey, their no. pan pizza is not as good as anything you get in New York. Right, but it I is, agree. It I is, agree with that. I like. I don't like. What about pan- New York style Domino's? I like flat. <laughs> <laughs> I like flat. Like if I'm gonna get like a thin? Domino's, I get the thin crust. Yeah. Oh really? Because yeah, the other stuff like Papa John's like on a cracker. Papa John's is just so bready. It's like eating. Well, they have a good thin crust, but Autumn's right. It's like a cracker. Yeah, theirs is okay. Yeah, I haven't had it since Shaq took over, so I don't know. I don't. Yeah, now it's local too. They moved the headquarters. Shaq, you get some some pizza, chaperone. Man, Shaq sells his image to anything. Shaq's all new douche. It's the best douche in the world. But he's good. He would sell it. That's the thing. His commercials. So that douche uh-huh. should be very yeah. funny. Is your wife stink here? Get some Shaq douche. <laughs> your wife stink. Is he still promising Atlanta and the, the rebuilding of the Krispy Kreme? Yes. In fact, we got Is the it still first... on the marquee? Who Shaq says we'll be back. We got the, it was a homeless person that burned it down, and then they... Well, that ha- didn't get... Well, what did they do that for? Wow. Well, <laughs> what did it have for? Well, it's not like they got a home out of it What's or anything. What's the deal with people? No, but then they, 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 remember, they really? said on... They, Why are the homeless so upset? There were homeless people that were starting to congregate. I live right down the street from it, so there are people that a were... A congregation? They, they were congregating... Is that like a gaggle of geese? A congregation yeah. of homeless? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. There were more after it caught on fire the first time that set it on fire again and so it's like well maybe they're just cold i guess they need something to keep keep them warm they ran out of those mittens without the fingers that was the whole thing with the bridge that collapsed right yeah yeah that guy i just started as the same guy remember that guy that guy had the uh, great name you know let's stop giving matches to the homeless yeah uh, yeah, he had a that name. free match program was a bad idea yeah it was that guy who uh burnt down the, the interstate Basil Ellaby. Yeah, he sounds like some Basil. guy. Basil. Basil, I'm oh, broken tip- down. Oh, I'm a, I'm I tipped a, over my barrel of oil. I'm a little down on my luck. <laughs> I prefer <laughs> if his name were Coriander. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is they're putting those vehicles back. When I go on the Buford Highway, you can see it. They've started well, putting vehicles put underneath the bridge again. I'm like, that's the well, same you mistake. Storm yeah, somewhere. but it's not like the bridge is going to burn down again. Oh, well, don't you jinx it. What about Ch- a Cheshire Bridge? That uh, Cheshire Bridge Road. There's a bridge on there that's going to be Yeah, like it didn't even get a whole thing. Homeless people. People, they're burning down all of our bridges. <laughs> going back to Autumn's comment, it's not like Germany's going to try to take over the world again. Yeah, yeah. It That's happened a whole one. country. <laughs> it's not like that. it's going to happen yeah. again, so let's surely, not worry surely, about that. Surely OJ's out of the murdering business. Listen, <laughs> hey, if, it was a, if it was two years later, Germany's not going to do it. <laughs> well, they did it pretty quickly. Uh, well, yeah, it wasn't that long. It was like, yeah. tw- it was like tw- 12 years? Or, no, 12 years <laughs> till Hitler, and then the, a few more years before the. When does the war actually get going? 38, something like that? 39, he, invent, he invaded Poland. He, invent, he invented Poland, which is why I think. Is he Poland? He had a right to it. He invented it. Well, he had a right to Danzig. Uh, the, band? The, uh, the band? No, Danzig right. and Prussia. David here is on Prussia, the food show? Wh- which was German clay. <laughs> and he needed to liberate it from uh, the communists. Who's showing off here about the German clay. Oh. He starts saying things like Prussian. I hate that word. Prussian. Don't. Yeah. Hey, 
Tim Prussia don't was an lead into shame. Enjoy, enjoy the fact you know a lot about history. Yeah. Isn't there a place in Pennsylvania? It's called King, King of, of Prussia. Prussia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, who named yes, that? It is. Uh, some Germans, probably. Well, there's a lot of King and uh, uh, Prince and Princess like, areas around you here. Yeah, Queens, New York, Prince Albert, Georgia. It yeah. was it was interesting. Animal. The Germans came over to the United States instead of clumping communities. They just yeah. kind of spread out. They and did. They're the largest in. largest European immigration group. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. The whole Western world, it turns out, is really out of Germany. I mean, the whole the whole Europe, uh, that whole the Goths and everything that came down. Whatever. It's all the German Visigoths. roots. Yeah. The Bohemians. It's all all the kings, all the monarchies of Europe in the 20th German. century. It's all Germans. German. All cousins. When the Germans came here. The Germans and the Scots fought in the American Revolution more than I think almost anybody else. The recent uh, Germans and Scots, uh, those red hair. You got red hair. You're, you're a good fighter. Uh-oh. No, the Hessians. That's what my last name means. Apparently, redhead. What? Weren't the Hessians? Uh, what the Hessians? The Hessians people were at Valley hired. Forge they were we, German that were hired mercenaries. Uh, yeah. Hey, if you want to, hey, if you want to beat them, yeah, that's offensive. If you want to beat America, at least send English. They hire mercenaries to they come were, over, fighting other places at the same time. You know that whole thing That's about when uh, when when people claim that in the whatever stanza that we don't sing in the national oh. anthem that it's about slavery that it's not. Mm, it's not at all about not. the word slaves is in there, but they're talking about uh, the fact that there were mercenaries fighting for the English, uh, and also on top of that there were slaves, and part of being slaves you had to go fight, and so that's how ignorant. A lot of the woke movement is that they just see the word slave in there and uh, they think it has to do with them, but it doesn't. It has to do with the fact that they actually use slave uh, labor, warriors, yeah. slave warriors. In uh, in the French and First Citizens War, or First First Peoples War, we used to call it the French and Indian War, but it's the French and First Indian, the First People. What did they War. call it back then? Uh, <laughs> The thing that happened before the revolution. <laughs> it was that was part the of one. The, that was the one where the uh, we were fighting with the English against the French. We were fighting with the English against the French and yeah. the Native Americans, who the French were paying to fight the British. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is well, where like, horseheads comes from because horseheads, New York. Yeah, they cut uh, the heads off. All, all the 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 people were frozen. The colonial yeah. colonists, uh-huh. and uh, they ate the horses and left the heads. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was some kind of like Godfather thing. No, no, no. It was Jack rep- Waltz used yeah. to live there. <laughs> Eat a horse, save a cowboy. They came over thinking, oh, we're lower in latitude than Europe. It'll be warm. And then that winter comes. Yeah. yeah. Freezes them all. Bloody hell, we got to eat our horse. <laughs> General Sullivan, we'll follow you and hail it back. My brother for a while lived in Horseheads in New York. I thought it was just... Now, is there. that is that Crazy. near... I feel I feel like when I was up near Lake George, is that near there? Not or? anywhere close. Okay, not anywhere close. But yeah. not... Closer than where we are now. Well, yeah. But okay. What's your relative idea to New York State? Not anywhere close. Dumb, well, there, there, there was some. Lake battle. George is in the Adirondacks. Right, and there were some significant. That's where my friend is from. Uh, is oh, boy, he a so. comedian from uh, <laughs> the Catskills? Yes. <laughs> oh. there, there were some significant uh, uh, markers <laughs> out there. Exhale. Yeah, maybe you drove by, maybe you took Route 15 up and you said, Horseheads is this exit. What the hell are uh, you doing in Lake George? Uh, my sister got married there recently. I got a boat. What? Yeah, I got <laughs> a boat. My second boat. Yeah. I got boats all over the country. <laughs> yeah, I got to fly you go to Albany, traveling from one canal to another, one... meeting up with uh, all these different boats, this web that he's yeah. created across What's the country. What's your boat boats? name? Uh, Yamaboto. Yamaboto 2 is at Lake George. Yamaboto? Yeah. Yamaboto. <laughs> yeah, I took the Erie Canal and I went all the way over <laughs> yeah. to Lake Erie. <laughs> let's let's working on the sail Suez up the Hudson. 
sail up the Hudson, yeah. have a mutiny, throw Jared overboard. Yeah. <laughs> take the pontoon back. We're not taking fun. it anymore. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to do something like that. Yeah? Really? Yeah. What? Go to war? No, but I didn't go to war. Oh. I, I think that it would be, uh, I think it'd be you fun. Cut to... a horse's head off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eat it. You, yeah. Ever, you ever look at Hudson head. Bay? There are rocks along the Susquehanna around that area, too, that have lead on them from, you know, musket fire, and they're still embedded wow. in the rock. Wow. wow. Let's go look Whoa. at them. I think that's cool. Don't let this. Don't let the snarkiness. Sorry, bother you, oh, I don't. I think it's awesome. And then yeah. they had a house built for Look that up, uh, Timmy. the Queen of France. They're gonna. She was gonna yeah. come there and live, but they killed her before she could leave. Why is Autumn being such a bitch about all this? <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> She's got made. Eric, Eric, she she made anything before last week. <laughs> what are you saying, Greg? Sorry, Greg. you also when he was talking about the musket. The you say, "Well, you calling me a bitch?" No, you also. <laughs> yeah, you also. I am. You also said, "Wow." You're yeah. making fun of him. <laughs> Eric's bored too. It's fine. Tim, I'm not bored. Tim knows history. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, well, you reading them books? <laughs> you reading them books? Well, you well, the Civil War happened in whatever year. Who gives a crap? <laughs> Nobody anymore, apparently. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson is very triggering, and I think he needs to go what? away because he wore wigs and he was yeah. as makes bald people upset. I would ask people like, so do you think? <laughs> okay, you could Aaron Burr, like you're 20. And James Monroe, you're like 18. So, like, let's all get together yeah. and, like, screw England because they're jerks. Yeah. Is Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton? <laughs> yes, he is. How yes, do they portray him? He's the oldest he's in our group. He's portrayed like as, the, as the, uh, the big-headed rock star. Really? Yeah, he's treated as a rock well, star. Well, then you would think yeah. this generation would like him because everybody loves Hamilton. Yeah. Well, well I don't know. They're kind of rivals, though. Even the people who liked Hamilton don't like Hamilton. Remember that he had to apologize for Hamilton, even. Because... <laughs> it, no, we had to apologize no for the night. No, before that, he said, well, it's a conversation worth having because the idea that Hamilton, by turning it into that sort of thing, made you like these people even when they weren't likable people. And they lived in a time when things were things that Who drives this? I feel like the In the Heights thing was white people. I moved to that neighborhood, Washington Heights, and I know that there's more diversity than was represented. I'm gentrifying this neighborhood, so I know who I'm kicking out. And this is not what I see on the screen. Well, you know, in your it's movie. like it's like it's so selective. Like Chappelle, you know what? I was thinking about this. The reason that you know that none of this is legitimate is because uh, LGBTQ on on the Chappelle thing, um, the official response anyway. They're 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 only upset about jokes about them. Like if you really were upset about something, then you would say. Like they're not mad about the Mike Pence in the closet gay joke that he does, oh, yeah. right? Like you're only what well, you I think are not legitimate in your complaint if it's only oh you can make fun of Trump voters all you want. It's just when you make fun of me, you have to be like some kind of uh, Puritan or something, right? Anybody laughing in a like in that way offends you, right? You can't you you're not legitimate if you oh go ahead Dave Chappelle if you make fun of the people that I already don't like it's fine I'm just gonna complain he made a great uh, there's a a thing in there I think he's trying to make a bigger point when he talks about a slave that was freed um, uh, because his uh, slave owner decided that he had been whatever gave him a plot of land and. That slave, once slave, apparently built up uh, a lot of land, big industry. He himself started having slaves. And according to Chappelle, I don't know this story, this guy was so cruel to his slaves that white slave owners were going, hey, dude, you got to back <laughs> off a little bit. And I think the point that he was trying to make was you have to look at it as a time. In that slave's mind, 
the idea of success, successful people acted like this. Doesn't let him off the hook, but it says that you didn't have to be necessarily white. Mostly you were because that's what, you know, but it's not, and it's not the kind of argument that says, so slavery didn't matter or anything. It just says the world has context and the world has nuance. And if you are so ignorant to that, then really, I think Chappelle's message is you're not worth listening to. Have you seen it yet, Greg? I have not watched it yet, no, so I can't speak to I've it. only seen half of it. ADL's mad at him, too. That's the idea. Like, the idea is if you laugh and then that makes you uncomfortable with yourself because you laughed, congratulations. That's what art is supposed to do. Make you yeah, deal but with yourself. Don't like it. This is the whole problem with the movement, the far left movements. People don't want to look at themselves. Any example they see that's themselves reflected back, they break the mirror yeah. instead of staring into it and saying, oh, that's And me. also, it might be that they have to come to some conclusion they don't like, which is, well, maybe it's okay to laugh even though I disagree with what we're laughing about. Or, But know, then you're not the pure, you're maybe not a good I'm, white person. Right. Maybe I'm good. not completely 100% oh. pure. There you go. All right. I don't know what that noise is. You're just making no. noises lately. Oh, man. You oh, can't be fully <laughs> cured. All right. That music says we're done. So, uh, TTFN. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.